This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Carlson, Carlson, världens bästa Carlson. Carlson, Carlson, hoj här kommer Carlson. Carlson, Carlson, ingen faktiskt, ingen annan Carlson vill jag så bra som mig. Carlson, Carlson, Carlson scores! Carlson, Carlson, världens bästa Carlson. Welcome everybody to another episode of Keeping Carlson Fantasy Hockey Podcast, the best fantasy hockey podcast in the world, hosted by two guys on Carlson and their keeper pools. I am your host, Elon Dubrovsky, and with me currently is not Brian Com. He'll be here very soon, but in the meantime, I've got a whole room of people that you're going to meet and enjoy, but the first person I'll introduce to you is someone you know very well if you listen to our Short Shifts episodes over the past season. It is our good friend, Ben Burnett. Ben, welcome back to Keeping Carlson. Thank you so much, Elon. I was here like one week ago doing a patron cast with you that I, I did. Did that get released on YouTube for everybody? I believe it did. Yeah. So some people might have heard Ben just last week as we sat for a couple of hours watching a Habs Flyers game that was super boring. And so we talked about a bunch of other stuff, but uh, it was fun to talk to you then. And I'm excited to tell people about what we're going to be doing with you today. Yeah, me too. Um, to quote Drake, I am going back to back on keeping Carlson episodes. So feeling stoked. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, there's no one better. So Ben is here, and here's the plan. Brian and I have been talking about the KKPP, the Keeping Carlson Playoff Pool. We've been redrafting every single round, eliminating people as we go and reshuffling. So now this new round of NHL action is about to start even sooner than we thought. It was like it was potentially going to be the game, like, one of Dallas-Colorado today on Saturday, and there was going to be game sevens tomorrow. But then I guess uh, Philly and... Vancouver decided to just clean that up for us and make it nice and simple. So I guess thanks to them. But yeah, so now we have our next draft and we decided one of our final four divisions, we're going to draft live on the show. So we're drafting just for the next round. It's all people who were in the top four in their last division. And I guess we'll introduce the participants as we go. But uh, two of the participants are myself and Brian, who have both, uh, we didn't rig it, I promise. We, we earned our way here. Uh, and yeah, as did all these other cool people that you'll meet soon. Before we get to that, of course, let's mention that Keeping Carlson is presented by DauberHockey.com, the number one fantasy hockey website in the freaking world. I've been really enjoying all of the content they've been putting up there all throughout the playoffs. You've got your daily ramblings, just talking about everything that's going on. And, you know, they put that fantasy focus on it. So, you know, not only what's going on in terms of interesting stories, but how you should take away what's happening in a fantasy lens to help you in your leagues next year and beyond. Kind of what we try to do on the podcast, right? So Dauber Hockey, it's the best. Plus we use all their tools over at Frozen Tools. So if you're not using it, you're probably not like that great at fantasy if you've never heard of DauberHockey.com. So definitely check it out. Uh, But with that, Ben... At this point, I'm a drafter, and you're the host of the show, so I'm going to ha- kind of hand the reins over to you, and uh, you know, don't take us off a ledge. Yeah, um, I guess what I'll start with is just by previewing what's about to happen. So 
the uh, the draft is about to take place. We have Crosby, Stalls, and Nash first. Um, do we know who that is? Yeah, that's Blair. Blair is first. Okay, so we have Blair up first, then we have Brian, and then Elon. What I'm going to sort of do is introduce folks as we go through the picks. They have two minutes on a timer. Uh, I'm going to bring them on, ask them a question about themselves, and then get them to announce their first round picks so you get to know everybody. And then uh, as we keep going, we'll basically just uh, keep the picks flowing through here. I'm going to bring them on to our Zoom call, which Elon is recording. And uh, I guess we're all just kind of crossing our fingers, wondering uh, when will Brian Com show up? <laughs> he said he'll be here in a couple minutes. So I think, I think he'll make it. I trust him. Uh, we should mention maybe the rules of like what's going on. First of all, we're drafting a non-snake draft. This is a straight up, like, like the actual NHL draft. And the people who are drafting higher are the people who performed better in the previous round. So like Blair and Brian both won their divisions. So that's why they're going to be drafting one, two. And then beyond, once we get to Andrew, who snuck in there, and we'll see if he can now uh, pull a spoiler roll and you know jump up. Brian, I believe, was sixth in round one. And then he ended up winning his division in round two. So who knows how much this advantage is even worth. Uh, as far as the scoring, straight up points. We're drafting seven forwards. 2D, and then one team spot. There's eight of us, and there's eight teams. So each team will get drafted, and that's just not too many points. One point for a win, and one bonus point for a shutout. Those are the rules. Do I have it all, Ben? I think you do, yeah. And uh, just to say that this has been a super fun thing for you guys to put on, um, I'm really excited about this format. I am a playoff pool skeptic. I think it's just too annoying trying to guess what's gonna, which two teams are going to make the finals and stacking your team with a bunch of players off of those teams. So I really enjoy the redraft format and especially the way that we've been doing it. It reminds me of a new video game that everybody been playing, Fall Guys, where uh, you lose a bunch of people each round and we're gradually going to get to the top. It's also a, a certain TV show that I may have mentioned a time or two called Survivor kind of works in the same way. I don't think so, no. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess we got 10 seconds to go. So, yeah. Uh, so uh, let's let's get Blair up here. Blair, you've got the first pick. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. What, uh, tell us a little bit about what brought you here. What te- what players were you uh, were you into in the first couple of rounds? I picked a whole bunch of randoms, and it kind of worked out. Um, but Dubois, man, Dubois was was has been my guy, and so sad to see him go. Yeah, I think that the city of Columbus would agree with you that he got them into the into the playoffs as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, so have you thought a lot about your first pick here? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind? I mean, I'm not going to spoil any names, but you're welcome to. And like, you can tell me who you're thinking about. Oh, well, if we're ready to go, I'm ready to go. I don't even think there's a, a moment hesitation here. Oh, let's do it then. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Who you got? I'm going to take my boy, Nate Dog, Nathan McKinnon. Yep. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, go for it. One of the big reasons why is I can't draft Cassian. He's just, he's always, he's my, he's my guy too, but I'll take McKinnon and I'll uh, be really happy with that pick. Yeah. I mean, Nathan McKinnon turned into a superstar the last couple of years in the league. He he was the the best part of my Cupful team. So I can definitely understand why you would go to Nathan McKinnon at number one. Uh, Blair, we'll get you back here in a couple of picks. All right. Thanks. Uh, Brian, where are you at? I'm right here. I've been here Hi. the whole time. Thanks thanks for having <laughs> me. Thanks, Ben, for hosting. First off, I'd like to thank our wonderful hosts who've done just a, an excellent job running and coordinating this draft. So thank you very much to our host, Ben. Uh, and with the Flamingos, first pick of the round three of the Keeping Carlson playoff pool 
draft to the final four-way finals, uh, I, the Flamingos select Brad Marchand. Wow. Marchand, number two. Did, would you have taken the th- uh, McKinnon if he had fallen to you? Absolutely. Right. That I, makes a lot of sense. That would have made my life a lot easier. I, I was, I, I think, honestly, picks two through like five or six are pretty even. There's not a whole lot to choose between these guys. You're just going on, on gut. But I, I have a feeling that Elon is just licking his lips at who I left on the table for him. I think so, too. And let's hop over to Elon. Brian, we'll get you back in here in a couple of picks. Elon, welcome back to your show. Well, Brian, I will mention that I, you are obviously a big shot as a co-host of the show. Yeah, I was going to say you have to actually put your pick into Fantrax, but you did it. So now I can officially make my pick as Fantrax just screamed a horn into my ear <laughs> telling me it's my pick. So thanks to them for that. Uh, yeah, I was happy that you went with Brad Marchand because I was thinking about it. And like Boston is a great defensive team. They're known for that. They have two great goalies, but uh, Tuka Rask isn't playing and they've got, you know, a lot of games in a short amount of time so Halak is going to have to really be pushed hard and I don't know if he's up for the challenge or I'm sure he is but I'm sure it's not going to be like a super low scoring series so I'm very happy to get Kucherov all of that to say yeah I think Tampa's going to score some goals and I'm taking Kucherov number three that's very very interesting I don't know like I'm just going to comment Ben you can cut me off but yeah I made the, I made I had to choose between a Boston and a Tampa player and I just thought well which goalie do I think is going to give up more goals I think it's going to be Vasilevsky time will tell I actually agree with Brian. I think I, I think I would prefer Marshand here, but I mean, to Brian's point, two through six are definitely all all things being equal. There, uh, I think you're you're getting a good player either way. Elon, um, you know, once again, welcome to the show. I I wish you wouldn't wear that hat. It's driving me crazy every time I see you in this New York yeah. Islanders hat. You you can do better, sir. Hey, I mean, the Islanders are looking good. What are you talking? Don't trash talk the Islanders after they just beat Washington in five games. They're about to they're about to upset Philly. Come on, it'd don't be like it'd yeah, be like right. wearing a New Jersey Devils hat in the in the nineties, you know. And it's just like way to go. You like the boringest team in the world. It's also kind of like wearing a team's jersey to a game that is not one of the two teams playing. <laughs> okay. Like, I think we have, don't we have a draft going? Don't we need to keep this moving? We have like 80 yes. picks to get through. All right. We're going to go over to Tom next. Tom, you have been definitely on Marcus's stat, stat attack show. Have you been on keeping Carlson before? Uh, I don't believe so. No. Welcome. Famous to the patrons, but not maybe to the other listeners. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Tom, tell us a little bit about what brought you here, um, the players that you've had in the first couple of rounds. Yeah, I, uh, I had it kind of rough the last couple of rounds. I uh, kind of snuck in, to be honest. I had the sixth, I'm seventh pick there. You had the sixth, I believe. Uh, and kind of just clawing my way in every single time and seemed to just get in and luckily enough here to get the fourth pick. So hopefully with a higher pick, uh might do a little bit better uh this time so watch out Blair I'm coming for you <laughs> well it's a tough one I mean you guys I think it's the top two advance right so it's a it's going to be a a big fight here um Tom do you have a lot of uh internal arguments going on about this pick or do you know who you're going with yeah they kind of put me in a, a bad position here because I have my boy ranting and sitting straight in my face and I really really want to take him but I also have passed that which is hard to take because I think I honestly think the Boston-Tampa series going straight to seven. Uh, I, I would put a little bit of money on it right now. 
I wouldn't say my house, but I'd put some money on it. Uh, so I'm kind of torn, but uh, I think I'm going to go head over heart and uh, I think I'm going to take pasta here. I think it's a great pick. You could have gone, I was surprised he didn't go second, to be honest. I thought he'd go ahead of Marchand. So uh, I guess I guess it's the injury concerns that you would, you would go with Marchand ahead of him. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, honestly, it wasn't even the injury concerns. I just feel like I've seen, and maybe this is unfair to Pasternak, but like Marchand's like older. I feel like he's more experienced. He's, he's, I feel like he's a little more battle ready. Like if things get tough or feisty, I think he can cut through all that stuff until still put up production. But yeah, I, I did think, I honestly thought Elon was going Pasternak three because I, I think uh, I could have been called out for not going with him too. So that's a, it's a great pick there for Tom. You're yeah, welcome. I, I agree. Fine. I thought he would go two and three. Sorry to, sorry to cut you off there, Tom. Um, yeah, we're on a, we're on a different leg of the, the draft here. And this is what I'm going to say as I'm looking at the zoom call is the wall of goatees. I have four people in here, including myself, rocking the goatee, the playoff goatee. We're going to Wes first. Wes, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, I'm doing really good. Thanks. Congrats on making it this far. Um, any players in particular that got you here? Uh, I got a lot of like nice late picks. Uh, Atkinson in the first round, Borchek in the second. In both rounds, I had an injured dude, so I got Shifley in the first one and Tarasenko in the second one. So I kind of like scraped by as well. I'm just happy to be in the third. That's pretty impressive, honestly. Getting over an injury, especially one like Shifley, which is, I, as I recall, was the first period of game one. Um, that's a tough one to get through. Yeah, he's my second pick in that one. Ugh. All right, so do you have any idea where you're going with pick five? Yeah, I think Tom pretty much made it made up my mind for me. It was either Pasternak or Rantanen, and so he left me with Rantanen, and I'll take him. Oh, that's got to hurt Tom to hear that uh, Rantanen went by so quickly, because I would assume maybe there's some thought that Rantanen falls into the second round, but uh, I, I, he goes at five, and I, do, I don't begrudge you on that one, that's for sure. Um. All right, Wes. Well, we'll catch up with you in a little bit. Is Rob the uh, the participant who's not in the room? Yes. Okay, yeah. So it's his pick, and he made it. So I guess we're moving forward. Rob's I'll not let... on the call, but he's, right. he's here in spirit. <laughs> so he he's made his point. He grabbed Braden with the uh, sixth overall. That's the second Ouch. Tampa Bay Lightning player off the board. We're at pick seven, and uh, it's Rico's Roughnecks. Um, I'm assuming that is uh, Nate. Nate, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, We're super excited, dude. Uh, tell us about how you got here in the in the pool so far. Well, I had a really good first round. Basically, everything worked out. Aho, Taves, uh, it even as my last pick, uh, did well for me. Um, then in the second round, I had a really bad round, but luckily I had the first pick, so McKinnon bailed me out, and <laughs> I got the fourth uh, fourth seed in that division. So nice. Um, right now, it's it's between two players. To me, it's it's uh, it is a tough pick, but um, I'm gonna go with Pedersen because um, I think he's starting to really shine here in the playoffs, and I do like uh, Vancouver's offense. So. Yeah, there, there's no nothing wrong with that pick. Pedersen is a Pedersen's a superstar at this point. Yep. 
I think I'll have a little bit more ice to skate with in this series too. I mean, watching that, uh, watching that series against St. Louis, they were, they were playing them really tough with Perum. Um, Nate, we'll catch up with you in a little bit. I'm going to hop down to Andrew. Andrew, you are decked out in Philadelphia Flyers gear. Welcome to the show and congrats on your team. I'm feeling pretty good. I was a little worried at first. Um, they played a different style. They, 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 they usually forecheck a lot. They're hard on the puck. Right. But they switched to defense, and I'm not used to seeing that as a Flyers fan. I'm used to them <laughs> scoring. Konechny, Konechny's been off completely. Yeah, it's but true. I, and I said to myself, of all the teams that advance, the one team I do not want to face is the New York Islanders. They <laughs> play like we are playing but they are more deeper in the way they play across all four lines. I'm worried. Right. I'm legitimately worried. It's a big change from from the Habs, who are a high event, you know, run and gun team, which the the Flyers easily handled and and wore them down. Um, I think that you're going to see a bit of a reverse. It's going to be the Flyers trying to break this series open. Yes, and I, you know they don't have Carey Price in that. I know That's... Simeon Valarmov is good. He's he looks good under Barry Trotz's system. But he's not Carey Price. And if we are stepping from Carey Price to Valarmov, I feel better. But just just the way they, they're playing, it, it worries me is all. But, all right. Well, Andrew, I'm curious then. Are you going to go with one of your beloved flyers in the first round or are you go, going elsewhere? I'm going to go elsewhere because I think I can pick up my flyers deeper in the round. I'm picking, I'm picking almost – I think I'm last, right? Yeah. Yep. You're eight of eight. Yes. So I need to be – this these this pick right here, I I feel like has to really put me on the level of you guys because there is a, a, mm. a pretty big difference from one to in five to six to where I'm about to pick. I think there's a big drop off. Patterson was where I wanted point or Patterson. I thought he would fall to me, but mm. he didn't. But I'm gonna go on a limb here and take J T. Miller. I'd be high upside with that pick. There's no doubt. Yep. If that, I picked Mark Stone as my first. Sorry? Last time, and he, I picked Stone with my mm. first pick in, in the previous round. I don't know. I'm going to switch it up. I like <laughs> I like Vancouver in this series to surprise the world and surprise Canada. I'm seeing uh, Wes showing off his Vancouver shirt, which I didn't see when I was chatting with him. So we'll talk about Vancouver as well here in a minute. All right. Well, with that pick, Andrew, uh, if you lock it in, you got one second. Everyone will do it. It's the same lane to Skag. Uh It worked. You got okay. It looks like you got auto picked JT Miller, so um, it worked out well. Maybe it was at the top of his queue. Uh, that would make uh, it sense. It was. Uh, there we go. All right, so we're back all the way to Blair. Blair, you've had a lot of comments about your looks already in the Zoom yeah. chat. Um, you feeling comfortable about how this round has gone and, and who's left at nine? Well, I hired an actor, so <laughs> it's worked out nicely for me. Uh, I, I'm thinking right now, this second pick. Uh, I still get a fantastic player off the board, um, but I really think I need to neutralize the guys that picked high up. So I need to get someone on a line that's going to get me the points that they're going to get points with as well. So I'm going to go with Patrice Bergeron. Yep. That is the person who fits the description that you just laid out for sure. Definitely. Um, I mean, really high upside on Bergeron too, as much as you're getting out of Marshan, like Bergeron could have the exact same series. Hope so. All right, Blair, we'll check in with you in a little bit. And now we are going back to Elon Dubrovsky. Elon, no, I no. wish. 
Oh. I don't think so. I think somebody <laughs> had more points than Elon in the last round, and that somebody was me, Ben. <laughs> right. I, I should have known. I mean, I'm mad at Elon about his Islanders hat, but he's right next <laughs> to my face on the Zoom call, so I, I just divert oh. to him. I'm sorry, Brian. Forgiven. Um, how are you doing about this? Are, did you get sniped on any of these guys? Were you hoping somebody would fall to you at 10? You know, the three guys that were picked just before me, Pedersen, Miller, and Bergeron, were three guys who I was a little worried I'd end up picking one of them. I had four guys in line. I thought I'd end up with one of those three. And like all of them were guys that like I'd be happy to have, but it's just like Vancouver against Laner. Like Laner's the best goalie in the league, in my opinion. And then Bergeron, is that is that a little risky to stack him with Marchand this early? Do I want to stack superstars like that in case Boston does get shut out because they're tired, as Elon said? So uh, I feel uh, relaxed and happy that... Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights uh, leading scorer to be this round, Mark Stone, has fallen to me this round. So he is going to be the second pick for the Flamingos. I recall uh, in a group chat, uh, Elon was talking about Mark Stone being his number one pick last round. And Lewis, uh, my co-host on Short Shifts, was like, I bet I can get him in round two. And uh, he didn't fall to round two in any of those drafts in the last round. So uh, congrats on, I, I would say, a bit of a steal here. Mark Stone at uh, Mark Stone at 10. I mean, I thought Mark Stone was going to be a steal for me when I got him last round. I ended up getting him second overall. He only got three points <laughs> in the five games. He stunk. So well, maybe he'll is, do better. This sounds like sour grapes to me. Yeah, if it wasn't for Mark Stone, I'd be picking now. I'd be getting him again, or I guess not, <laughs> because then he would have picked higher. So it's like butterfly effect where like, who knows where Markson would have been taken if I was actually high. Anyway, let's, right, uh, my pick. let's just hope that Brian can, uh, can get water from a stone here. Hey eh, folks. <laughs> mm, right. Good one. My pick is easy. I'm looking forward to the pun you're going to make. Actually, it's not easy. I, I shouldn't say that, but uh, I got to go D here. Uh, we have to fill two D spots anyways. And you've got Quinn Hughes just sitting there point per game so far in the playoffs better than like Mark Stone has been. <laughs> so uh, just give me Qu- Quinn Hughes and I'll be happy. And then it's uh, only one more D to worry about for the rest of the draft. That was unnecessary, Elon. I know I sniped you, but you didn't need to snipe me back with that comment. Well, I mean, I'm going to be here all night and I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> and uh, we are going to move on to Tom. Tom, we're back. Uh, where, where's your head at as we go into this pick? just staring at a sheet and then gonna kind of just pick someone uh i was was hoping hughes would fall to me i was really hoping hughes would fall to me um but i'm sitting here i don't have my boy rants kind of leaning towards getting some ranting points by throwing down another d pick um and i think i'm gonna go uh i think i'm gonna go mccarr here I love it. Um, I think it really, I was, when Elon took Hughes, I was kind of thinking about Brian's words in the first round where Elon took uh, Kucherov, who he thought might have a harder time, uh, harder time scoring on that goalie. I kind of feel like Makar has a better matchup against, uh, yeah. against Markstrom than, um, or sorry, wait, it's Vegas, Vancouver, right? Vegas, Vancouver, and it's Dallas versus Colorado. And I'll be honest, I, oh, I yeah. I'm afraid of Makar just because I think that Colorado could sweep this series. Like, I'm just so in love with what I've seen from Colorado. And that's the main reason why when Hughes, I feel like Vancouver, Vegas could go longer. And it doesn't matter fairness. getting two Sorry. points a game. doesn't matter yeah. getting two points a game. You can that's play true. for it. It's still eight. And also, who knows? You can't predict this stuff. Good pick. It was a yeah. toss-up for me. And you're going up against Dallas, who has fantastic goaltending as well. So I guess that Western that Western side is uh, potentially a little bit of a danger just because the goaltending is the goaltending level is so high. 
Um, we are back at Wes. Wes, yeah. welcome yeah. back. I want to ask you about your your Canucks because they've been my adopted team this playoffs. Nice. Um, uh, one of my best friends out at West, where I just moved, I'm, I just moved to the East Coast. One of my best friends at West is a huge Canucks fan. Was cheering for them with her this uh, this past round. What an amazing win! I, I was psyched. I was so stoked that they made it this far. I was, I honestly, I picked St. Louis to go through in the in the last round. I thought that they were going to overcome them, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to keep watching Vancouver play. That's for sure. Yeah, and I mean, you got you have one of the most exciting franchises to be cheering for right now, just with that young like group of studs. Um, are you going to take anyone on Vancouver right now? Ooh, Blair is flashing the uh, the retro. Yeah. Uh, that's a nice one right there. Um, where where are you thinking um, for this pick? Was definitely wanting to do a defenseman because there's not many top defensemen in this draft, and you know you only get the two. So I want to start off strong with that and. Elon kind of beat me to it, so. <laughs> uh, and then I got sniped by Tom. So I'm going to go with my third choice, which is Shea Theodore. Gets that, I mean, he's right on that tier with those two. I think that you have a great shot of of, of having that elite. I, I think you have a great shot of having the highest scoring defenseman in this I'm series. I'm pretty happy with that. I think that's going to go to seven games, that series. It's going to be a pretty tight fight. So um, I'm happy to have Shea Theodore. I hope so. I'm really excited about that one. I think it's going to be a fantastic skating series. I mean, both teams have amazing forwards, so that that should be really fun. Uh, Wes, we'll check back in with you in a bit. But now we are on to Rob, who has picked Victor Hedman. So we are in a defenseman run here. Um, on to uh, Nate. Nate, are you going to continue the defenseman run, or are you are you looking at forward at this point? Definitely looking at forward because uh, at this point you're just kind of reaching for you know I, I think the top three guys went and uh, to me th- those were the guys that would be good in this round. Um, there's a lot of good forwards still left. Uh, I am I'm gonna go with someone who helped me out in the last round and it's Jonathan Marcheseau. And one of the reasons is I'm hoping that because uh, Stone has already been picked, I'm hoping that it's Marcheseau's line that gets a lot of the scoring and so maybe I can pick up on some of that. So. I mean that line has proven that they are they're playoff tested. They've they've been there before and they've been super productive. So and Marshall himself definitely a, a playoff types player like a grinder. So I love it. Yeah, great pick. Um, and we are uh, we're back to Andrew. Andrew, you've already picked. I didn't even get to ask you about it. What's going well, on? He had a slow start. He had an injury, but. I'm going to go with this series, and Max Pacioretty, I believe, is the driver of that line. Uh, some would say it's Stone, but I feel like Pacioretty is sort of rested, and I just think he's going to be a part of that power play and give me some goals. I Yeah, I, I think that uh, Pacioretty, somebody who, uh, playing with Mark Stone, those two could go off. Um, I'm really, yeah, Vegas is a tough draw. Like I said to Wes, I'm cheering for, cheering for Vancouver, this playoff run, not loving that draw. Um, that's, that's definitely a tough one. 
Um, we will see you back here in a bit, Andrew. But first, we're going to chat uh, once again with Blair. Blair, you just flashed the uh, the retro Canucks jersey. Is there a, is there a number and a name on that one? No, no, no. That one's just a blank. Okay. But it's Are you also a Canucks fan? Okay, well, congrats to you as well. What an exciting time! Like I was, oh, like I was saying, yeah, right. who is it? The horns were honking last night. It was awesome. Early. Are you guys both in Vancouver? Come on, who is it? <laughs> yep, I am. Nice, awesome. Well, uh, so far, so far, Blair, you have. Uh, I'm just pulling up your team here. You've got McKinnon. You've got Bergeron, and then there was a huge defenseman run right after that. Are you feeling like you missed yeah. out? So last round, I thought I could dictate this draft by picking a D. And I decided to go with the neutralizing the forward line. And then right after my pick, the D just started going. And I think I have to get, like, I have to snag one of the top guys. So I'm going to pick Krug. Fair enough. Krug off the board. The defensemen are getting a little bit thinner here as we head back to Brian, not Elon, with the second pick of the third round. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, clearly I had Blair a little shook that he took his eye off the rest of the league to focus on me uh, to, to try and neutralize my threat, which is fair because I'm a huge threat. Uh, and then I also had the choice that Blair had, which was to start a D-run or to not start a D-run. And I guess the measure of whether I was right or not is, is the difference between I picked Mark Stone, the next forward picked was uh, Pacioretty or Marcia So. So, right. Stone- Elon. so Elon didn't pick next. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I made the same mistake. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So is the difference between Stone and Marcia So bigger or smaller than the difference between uh, Kale McCarr was the first he taken and who I'm going to take because uh, I have one guy left on my list. I, I wish I had Krug because I think he's still a step up above the next guy I'm going to take, but the next guy I'm going to take, Miro Haskinen, is probably uh, a step up above the other remaining D-men who I don't want to get caught without. Uh, so that's why I'm going to go Miro Haskinen. I'm feeling okay. I'm not, I'm not so full of regret that I am on the back end of this D-run. I could have chosen to be on the front end. I'm happy to be uh, on the back end of it. I think I came out all right. Well, I'll say that um, Haskinen is a guy who, when when you said the name, it felt early to me. But I, I have a, a spreadsheet courtesy of Elon that has the average pick of of the other three drafts, and Haskinen oh. went seventeenth on average. Interesting. I wonder if Elon has shared that with the rest of us to draft with tonight, or if he's just keeping it for his own personal use. Uh, well, Let's Brian, hear from be- him. Before you arrived, I did mention that we have a public spreadsheet with links to all the leagues, so anyone had the opportunity to go and download the results and do whatever they want. I don't believe it's my responsibility to do your draft prep for you, but... Uh, <laughs> no, well, you're the only one with access. You have no, the, the credentials. Incorrect. Everyone has access to go and download the draft results for all the leagues, Brian. So, uh, so Elon, you've got Kucherov, you've got Hughes. Where are we going round three? Uh, actually, Ben, you're going to be so annoyed at me because before I tell you, I'm going to do two things. First, I am going to correct. I believe it was Blair who said that Makar was the first D taken. It was Hughes. So, just, oh, that was me. My bad. So, Brian, sorry, I apologize, but you should apologize. Okay. Uh, second of all, <laughs> before I make my pick. 
I would actually like just to take a quick second to thank a sponsor for this week's episode of Keeping Carlson, which are our friends over at DraftKings. Because I just want to come here and tell all of you nice listeners who have been tuning in for the draft, I hope you've been enjoying it. So I want to let you know that there are a hundred million reasons why you should listen up to what I'm about to say right now. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is celebrating the return of sports by giving away up to $100 million what <laughs> in prizes to all of their customers, including one lucky winner who will take home $1 million cash prize. Uh, so to claim your share of up to $100 million in instant giveaways, all you have to do is, get ready for this, you're going to want to write this down. You download the app, the DraftKings app, sign up using promo code Carlson as an Eric Carlson, then enter DraftKings free football survivor pool. And yeah, that's it. That, it really is that easy to claim your share of up to $100 million in instant giveaways and put yourself in the running to win a $1 million cash prize. And while the top prize is reserved for one lucky winner, everyone who signs up and enters DraftKings free football survivor pool will receive an instant bonus prize of at least $5 in value upon entering while you're in the app. Of course, don't forget to check out all the great daily fantasy contests on DraftKings that they're hosting for this week's basketball and golf and, oh yeah, hockey action. We've actually been having a ton of fun running DraftKings contests with the patrons of Keeping Carlson, and we've been just doing free contests every day, and it's been a blast. I suck at it, but I've been good at the, these Keeping Carlson playoff pool drafts, so I'm not feeling too bad about it. But Brian, why don't you tell the, the listeners about these fun drafts we've been doing and how well you've been doing, and then, uh, yeah, because I don't know how you do it all the time. You always win these things. We have a little league going, and the league tracks who has the most victories across, like since the start of our league. We start contests almost every night, uh, depending on if I remember to create the contest or not. And uh, right now in the Keeping Carlson League, the leaderboard has, well, actually, there's a new leader. Congratulations, Brett, for sneaking ahead, who has won three of his seven contests played. I have won two of my seven contests, contests played, and Jack0812 lurking in the background he's only played three contests but has one win so better winning percentage uh over there so so maybe you can like there's the top of the board just has one two or three wins why don't you get in there and see if you can beat us all by downloading the DraftKings app and using the promo code carlson to play for uh, those 100 millions of reasons to play uh, that's promo code carlson is an eric's last name to get a shot that 100 million dollars in prizes from the football survivor pool only at DraftKings. Uh, minimum five dollar deposit required eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com for details and if you do sign up and you need the link to join our league just tweet us at keeping carlson yeah we'll tell you how to get there uh so yeah w- there's been a lot of suspense everyone waiting now for my very important third overall pick in this draft and i'm gonna kind of contradict myself and be a big hypocrite because last time i was like yeah i didn't want to take a colorado guy because i think their series will end too quickly but at this point in the third round how can i not take nazem kadri who's up to 11 points in eight games so far has just been like better than Rantanen, I believe. Like I'm not saying that I think he's going to continue to be better than Rantanen, but he's on the top power play with Rantanen, and he, he's driving his own line even when Colorado stacks up the top line. So I'm very happy to uh, get Kadri here. I feel like I'm getting a guy who could have potentially gone in the first round, getting him the third. So uh, thank you very much, everybody. You know who's loving this Nazem Kadri renaissance? This Toronto Maple Leafs fans just watching him. You know, play every single game of the playoffs. That must be quite a trip for them to to see what this looks like. Um, we are back to Tom. Tom, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Are I you feeling sniped at this point? 
No, I just don't like the whole ranting and Kadri comparison. I, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, why Kadri a first round pick? You're just talking up your own team. <laughs> I'm just going by the results so far in these playoffs. That is a classic Elon comment, though. You know, my my guys, my guys better than the guy who I would have taken before him now because I have him now. All right, Tom, what, what are you thinking here? Third over or third pick? You have um, you have pasta and Makar so far. Where are you going next? It's tough because I think this is where it starts to get – you start to get the luck factor of, like, who kind of gets hot, how many games and things like that. Um, so I think anyone in this round could potentially do really well or really bad. Uh, I'm kind of looking at matchups here. And once again, I am going to ride the gravy train of, I think, just the team that is putting up the points, regardless of how many games they're going to play. Uh, I think I'm going to – and Kadri set aside, I think I'm going Landy. I think I'm going to uh, ride the Colorado gravy train. I think I would have taken Landy over Kadri too, regardless of the the previous production. I'm looking into the future. Um, I prefer his deployment. I, I'd go Landeskog ahead of Kadri myself. Uh, stacking Colorado though, you got Makar, you have Landeskog, and you, I'm sure you're hoping that Kudobin or that Bishop doesn't come back and and that Hudobin doesn't stay hot. Let's go. That's the problem. <laughs> All right, uh, we are on to Wes once again, Wes. Back on the third round, yeah. uh, you've got Rantanen, you've got Theodore. Where's your head now? Well, I, too, uh, don't appreciate the Rantanen-Kadri comparison. That was insane. I think Rantanen will, will outproduce Kadri. I think Kadri got a little lucky there. Um, yeah, uh, I think that at this point, I have to pick a Canuck or I won't live it down. So I'm going to take my boy Bo Horvat. What a uh, start to this playoffs Bo had. Um, yes, Bo scored that. Yeah, scored some of my favorite goals so far this playoffs for sure. Um, I, you're going to enjoy cheering for him. That's that's for sure. That's the point, right? You got to at least like be able to get behind your team and your players. Yeah. All right. So next we are hopping over to Rob, and he is sitting here with Braden Point and Victor Hedman. He stacked Tampa Bay players. Um, waiting for him to make his pick, and he goes with Matt Barzal. So Barzal off the board. Uh, the last team I would assume to not have a player picked would be New York Islanders here, Elon's favorite team. Um, and now we are moving on. We are back with uh, with Nate. Nate, welcome back. So uh, there's a bunch, there's still a lot of good forwards left. Um, I'm between two different guys. One is a little more risky than the other. Uh, But I do think since where I am drafting and since it's only first place that moves on this time, uh, I am going to go a little more risky and take uh, Brock Besser and pair him with Pedersen and hope that Toffoli doesn't knock him off when he comes back. But We'll see about that. I like. I see it. Going high risk, high reward. You know that that's what this is all about, especially when you're picking from a deficit at at sixth um, or at seventh, rather. That's uh, you have to make up some ground somewhere. So shooting your shot, respectable. Um, and we are back on down to Andrew. So Andrew, you are uh, sitting here with JT Miller and Max Pacioretty. What's your head telling you now? You look deep in thought. 
Well, my hat, well, yeah, I'm, I'm a little roughed up here. My head was telling me Matt Barzell, because whenever he plays the Flyers, we can't contain him, and he really beats us up. But I'm thankful that he was picked, because after that comment you guys said, you don't, you want to get behind someone, and it's true. You don't want to draft people and kind of root for them, and then it's really killing your heart instead of your mind. So then I was going to take, you know, I was going to take Bo Horvat to grab, to pair him with Miller. That's gone. So I'm going to go on a limb here and take Jake Voracek. I appreciate you not calling me out for saying that uh, New York was the last team to have a player selected. because I, was... I didn't want to say nothing because I didn't want one of my guys from Philly. I didn't want anyone saying, oh, wait, what about Philly? Mm-hmm. And then someone take Voracek. So. so from the I... Flyers fans' mouth, Voracek over the rest of the team, you feel good about that? Yes, because he's skating hard. He's drawing penalties. He like when Giroux's been kind of lackadaisical. Konechny's been getting pushed around. Voracek put Weber in a headlock, threw him to the ice. Like he's he's giving it all he's got. He's skating hard. He's being creative. He's back to. I think Jake could be an elite player when he really puts it together. He's just never consistent. But right. I think he's in the game. His head's in the game, and and I'm happy with him. And. He's leading our Flyers, and I think he's going to lead us to victory. Well, you've got some insight watching all these games as closely as you definitely are. And, I mean, Voracek has been incredible. Once they got that power play going as well, it, it starts to look pretty good over there. So now you're sitting with JT Miller, Max Pacioretty, and Jakob Voracek. And we are back to the top of the draft. Welcome back, Blair. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you doing? Oh, you know, we're, uh, we're living. And, Blair, you have McKinnon. You have Bergeron, and you have a bit of a Boston stack here. You got Tory Krug. What? You, where's your head at now? Well, because it's round by round, I'm not worried about the team that goes through. So I'm not worried about conflicting two players on opposite opposite, uh, opposite teams. So this is my make or break moment. I'm making the choice here. I'm going on a limb, and it's either going to crash and burn, or it's going to take me over the top. So I'm picking up Stammer. Oh my God! You're going for it. Wow. Um, do Do we know if he's coming back soon? Don't I'm care. A- it's <laughs> <laughs> just just for the sake of conversation. Okay, so I'm looking on Roto World right now. The latest on Roto World uh, from a tweet by Joe Haggerty. So I guess you know why don't I just go right to the tweet by uh, Joe Haggerty here? John Cooper said Stephen Stamkos is not available right now for the Bruins series. No timeline for his possible return. Okay, so can I take that pick back? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to have to defer to Elon and Brian on this one. Um, Brian's nicer than me. Brian is much okay. nicer than Elon. No, nope, I took the gamble. No timeline doesn't mean he won't be back. It just means we don't know when. He might be <laughs> back. Words, into- Elon has two guys he wants to pick between. No, on his I'm not. And like- him- <laughs> I just want to have a good, fair league. I don't need to win. I don't need the hoodie. I want the hoodie. By the way, we're playing for uh, keeping Carlson look, branded, keeping Carlson playoff pool winner, one of a kind hoodie. In case look at this guy who, who doesn't need the hoodie. I actually really want the hoodie. He's been shivering <laughs> the whole episode on Zoom. <laughs> okay, so I assume Blair seemed committed. Like when you gave him his first opportunity, Blair, last chance. Like I, I'm open to it if you didn't know the news. Okay, I'm open to it too. Up wow. to you. Is that news as of today? 
Uh, yeah. This is a tweet from August 22nd at 2.01. Yeah, so today at 2 p.m. Like five so hours you, ago. You have had a, quite a lot of time to catch up <laughs> on the news. But. <laughs> As someone who, who seated number one, you'd think that you were uh, a pro at this. <laughs> it's a nice sunny day here. It's hard to be inside and check it out. So, okay. So he, like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to stick with it. I feel like, uh, I feel like the card, a card laid is a card played. Wow. Very That's honorable. A, very honorable. Way to go, Blair. Blair... <laughs> Blair is Mr. Congeniality here for sure. And also yep. like the, I, we'll see if there's a bolder move this draft. By the way, I should point out Stamp because I do have these, uh, the picks from the other three uh, divisions. Stamkos was taken 23rd overall in one, 77 in another, and 24. So basically two of the drafts did take him around here. Uh, so hmm. you're not alone. And then the D2, someone got him in like in the very last round. So maybe you could have gotten him in the last round or maybe not. So who, who knows? I don't, we don't know what other people in this room were thinking. So I will say that having Stepan go to, or sorry, Stamkos rather go to the first overall uh, drafter definitely opens the door for a couple of you guys who are, are picking a little bit later and, and don't have the advantage of grabbing Nate Mack right at the top. Brian, you are, you must be salivating here. What, what are your thoughts? You know, I see a lot of forwards that I'm interested in, but not a whole lot of D. And knowing that I need, uh, I have this fan tracks jingle playing in my ear that I really am having a hard time talking through. So I'm just going to let it play out. And there's my pick. I'm picking John Klingberg. Uh, wow. I'm stacking the Dallas D. Oh my God. The, the team leading Dallas D, just because I, I look at. Uh, the dearth of quality defensemen left and I'm, and I'm afraid it's a very value over replacement type pick. It could come back and bite me. I'm eyeing like five or six forwards who, if they come back to me, this is a win and I'm good with it. Uh, If they don't come back to me, then I, I probably screwed up because I could see everybody. I'm not sure what's going to happen next. If this starts another D run as people rush to pick up the the last remaining uh, D available or, uh, or if everyone's like, ah, I'm cool. So uh, we'll see. We'll see again if this strategy uh, pays off or is a mistake. I was not planning on taking two defensemen this early, but I felt like my hand was forced. Back-to-back bombshells, I'll say, for the fourth round. It's been the most exciting round so far, and we're only at pick three. Elon, are you going to go as bold as Brian and Blair have gone? Uh, Well, Brian... I think you're a brilliant person, generally, but that was a really dumb pick, I think, because <laughs> Colorado is going to destroy Dallas. <laughs> it's going to be four games. Maybe Dallas will score like three goals the whole time. And so Nazem Kadri is going to score 20. Landis Gog <laughs> will get like two points, ranting in three. Yeah, that's the plan. Well, no, I, I think that... <laughs> Oh, it's okay. Like he so drew it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, Kadri Landeskog will be around the same. I was just like giving hopeful, like you know, up to Ranton level there. I was that was just projecting what I want to happen in the world. Uh, I don't think that was a bad pick of Kadri. I don't know why you're making. I think you're making fun of me more for my claim that he's like Ranton and not the pick. I hope because that's you around... picked him before Landeskog. I think that's the real con. Like the thing that's about Ranton. The uh, I'm the not the only pick. one. He was ra- he was drafted ahead of Landeskog and a couple other divisions as well. well you so. you better hope all the other divisions are right. It, it's strange that you, as an expert, need to rely on on this data from other drafters. Hmm. Need to rely? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I made my own choice. <laughs> I don't see why. I don't. Okay, I guess I did actually insult your pick. So I guess that that is fair. Uh, anyways, I'm gonna go. <laughs> all right, Elon. It's pick four here. 
I'm sorry, sorry Giroud. Just, oh. Yeah, I just said it, but I'll say it again. Claude Giroux, uh, because he's very good at hockey. And I know the Islanders, I'm wearing the Islanders hat, so I should probably be thinking that, that Giroud's not going to have a chance to get any points against my apparent favorite team. But uh, he's good. Now, he hasn't had a great playoff so far, but I'm going to blame that on Carey Price. And I guess, yeah, I'm going to go with Andrew's kind of, uh, you know, claim that it's, you know, Varlamov's good, but he's no Carey Price. So I think we're okay. Well, Elon, I, I can't wait to compare Giroux and my next forward and Klingberg and your next defenseman. Okay, let's do it. It could be a tight series, though. I mean, both these player, both these teams have been uh, been playing very close, uh, checking hockey. Would you have taken Elon Giroux uh, if Voracek had still been on the board? Uh I don't know, like Giroux, Voracek, and then one other guy. I don't know. I guess everyone's been name dropping. So we all, you know, there's like a couple other guys on Philly that haven't been taken, like Konechny, Couturier, obviously. Like, you know, like they're all probably like very similar. It's very hard to predict who's going to get more points in a single series. I feel like they're all, they all have a good enough chance. But Giroux's like sort of been the guy for years. You know, I guess when, when it's Andrew's turn, he could like comment on who he would have taken uh, as the next uh, flyer. I'll be curious to know. Uh, maybe he we should he shouldn't say because maybe he wants to like see if that person will still fall to him. But uh, he won't be there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All uh, right. Well, it wasn't like a, a super well thought out thing of like I really like did an analysis of like Giroux versus Voracek and right. thought about it hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, over to Tom. Tom, you have Landeskog, Pasternak, and Makar. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I have blood in my mouth from biting my tongue with everything that Elon is saying. I'm uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I uh, I think I'm gonna try to maximize my amount of points within the goalie stats. I'm gonna keep the fun rolling with Colorado, uh, and I'm going Colorado goalies. I like it. That's uh, you're getting probably the prohibitive favorite in this round. Uh, as just to make sure everybody knows, just a reminder: goalies are worth one point for a win. Plus, or sorry, teams are worth one point for a win. Plus one if you get a shutout. So if that vaunted Dallas offense gets held up, that could be some bonus points for Tom over there. Uh, I do want to ask you though, Tom, before we go on to our next pick. Anything in particular you want to call Elon out for that you are biting <laughs> your tongue on? <laughs> oh, where do I start? First off, all these great stats, ADP. Shout out to Marcus with all the ADP and helping him out there. Yeah, Elon. Uh, shout out to Marcus. Give credit no, where this, credit's due. Uh, Marcus does show. amazing work for us generally, but this one I actually made myself, all by myself. In like, and it took me only 10 minutes also. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get over to Wes. And Wes, you've got Rantanen, you've got Theodore, and you just got your boy Bo Horvat in the last round. What are you thinking for round four? Uh, I definitely saw a lot of those Flyers players lying around, and Giroux was up there, but I think I'm going to take... It's hard between these two. I think I'll take Couturier. Yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Couturier, like, if you want to talk about a, a player who's built for the playoffs, like, plays both ways, really good along the boards, offensively incredible. I think a lot of upside with that pick, for sure. Um, and we are back to Rob. Rob, true professional uh, in his uh, in his fan track's name. He, has, uh, he started off with Braden Point, then he went with Hedman and then Barzal. And now at 30th overall, he's taken Riley Smith. 
And we're back to Nate. Nate, how's it going, bud? It's going good. Um, can you guys hear me? We can, yeah. So, okay. Nate, you're one of the right. only teams without a defenseman so far. Is this going to be the round that you uh, that you grab your first D-man? No, it's one of those things where if you don't, you know, you got to go all in if you have a strategy like that. Otherwise, if you go halfway one way or the other, you're just getting, you know, uh, worse players on both ends. So mm-hmm. this pick, though, I, I have to apologize to Brian. It might be a bit of a reach, but I know it's one of his favorite players. And oh, no. uh, Don't do it. I I just really believe that he's going to take this momentum and, uh, you know, continue to play really well. Um, and – I know this is a little silly when you're talking just a series, but if Bergeron goes down in game one or Pasta re-injures, then, you know, it's even better for me. So I'm going to go David Krejci. Oh, I thought you were going to go a different direction with that, for sure. But uh, interesting. So Krejci on top of Besser, Marcheseau, and Pedersen. You're going all in on the forwards. I respect it. I I took too many D-men early in the first round, and I got eliminated. So I'm on board. Brian, so Krejci, you have something to say. Yeah, so Krejci, I picked in the ninth round. So, uh, like, uh, how many teams were there? There were nine. So, uh, and I picked sixth, seventh overall, or sixth overall. Sorry, the numbers are terrible. I got Krejci late last draft, and he's one of the reasons I'm here. Another one of the reasons I'm here, Riley Smith, who I got in the seventh round uh, of the last round's draft. So, uh, obviously, these guys aren't falling anymore. The secret's out. I can't sneak them in late. I guess I'll, I'll have to find some replacements. I like how it's like not even close to your pick at all. And you're just bragging about your picks from the last round. <laughs> like, let's wait your turn. I nailed it. All right. Well, Andrew, your time is winding. You got two minutes here, but we'll, we'll hop over to you. You are the other team that does not have a defenseman. You've got JT Miller, Max Pacioretty, Voracek. Where are you going with round four? Well, for Elon's pick, I would have went with Giroux. He's due. The whole city's talking about how he doesn't perform in the playoffs. He started opening things up, and he was protected with the puck and the power play. He looked good. I would have went with Drew. Then I'm thinking, well, one of my three guys are going to be there, and they are, and that's Travis Konechny. He's getting pushed around, but he's got fire in him like Brandon Gallagher does, and I think he's going to be the difference maker. I'm taking Konechny, and that will be my last flyer. Wow. That is a bold statement at the end there just to cut him off. But I think that's a, that's a fair pick. Connect me another one of those guys who definitely has the, the grit to, to make his mark in a series. And he could be one of those guys that Isles fans for years from now are just like annoyed by because of, because of how he plays over the next few rounds. So I can definitely see that. And we are back to Blair once again, Blair Crosby stalls and Nash. You started with McKinnon at one. Bergeron at nine, then you went Krug and way off the board with Stamkos at four. Where are you thinking for round five? I thought for sure that Andrew was going to snipe uh, my next pick, talking about the Flyers. Um, I'm looking at power play one defensemen who are left, and there's only a couple left on the board. And I think I need to make the difference up right now with potentially not having a player playing. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to pick Provorov. 
I think that's who I would have taken at Brian's last of like when Brian was talking about the last defenseman who was of a tier that that's who stood out to me as the the guy on a, a power play one that has upside um obviously Klingberg also gets that opportunity but just when where you already have Haskin in it, it that one shocked me a little bit um and luckily we're at Brian's pick now so we can ask him right about it um Brian how do you hey. feel uh, you know, it was between Klingberg and Provorov, and I, I had Provorov last round, and I just didn't feel like he delivered the way I hoped mm-hmm. to. I'm, I'm actually just, uh, just trying to pull up his, his game log. He's not because of Carey Price that's for sure. You can't count what happened last round for Philly. All their players didn't get points because Price shut them down. Yeah, except now he's they're against uh, an arguably even better defensive team. Like the, t- the the goalie might not be better, but I think the defense makes the goalie better. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much more. I lost a little bit of faith in Philly last round, to be honest. Sorry, Andrew. Um, but it's uh, it was I just seeing them get rattled against Montreal and like Montreal was playing like the way Montreal needs to play. Like they were all, all cylinders firing, especially with Carey Price. So it's not uh, that, you know, they made, I think Philly just Philly for the first time looked really human uh, in a long time. So that, that was a, that was a red flag for me. So I, I, I didn't love I it. I agree. Hmm. Well, I mean, to be fair, I was going to pick Konechny if Andrew hadn't taken him. So uh, like, the only reason I disagree is because I think that they very consciously just wanted to shut down the, the rolling attack of the Habs, like the, the barrage of shots. And they basically just grinded the series down in a way that I found very impressive when I was watching. I, so. I will give you that. But then uh, the Couturier hit on Lekkanen after the goal. That was ugly. Uh, the Gallagher skirmish too. Uh, like it just looks like they, they weren't composed the whole mm. way through. And I, I think they're about to get even more frustrated by the Islanders, although they might be a little, a little less plucky or feisty than the Canadians and a little more skilled instead. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, Provorov, Klingberg, I, I decided to, to, you know, call it even between them. Uh, so you're the, only, uh, you're the only team that has all of your D-men slots filled. You got Heiskanen and Klingberg, and then up front you have Marchand and Stone. Where are you going round five? Uh, I am going to go because, uh, yeah, I was really hoping for a flyer to last, but Giroud, Couturier, Konechny expectedly went. Uh, so I am going to go uh, with William Carlson over in Vegas. He's going to be uh, he's going to be there with Mark Stone. So now I actually have five players from only three different teams, which is not the way I plan to go into this. But uh, sometimes it happens. And a, kind of a forgotten first liner. So definitely somebody who has upside, but you don't really think it's not a super sexy pick or anything, but definitely, uh, definitely understand where you're coming from there. Back over to Elon. Elon, we got Kadri, Kucherov, Giroux, and Hughes on your team so far. Where, where, where's your head right now? What are you thinking? I'll be honest. Uh, Brian sniped me. I was hoping to get William Carlson with that pick. Uh, so good for you, Brian. Uh, I I have been trying to go with a strategy of just jumping around from a bunch around a bunch of different teams, like in these first two rounds of the draft, like not wanting to load up on anyone, just so that I could land, you know, in the top half. Just don't get too screwed by one team, like not doing well or getting eliminated quickly, and then all of a sudden I could potentially not make it. And it's worked well, but I uh, didn't win the last round. I need to win this round, so I'm wondering if I should start trying to stack a team. But this is me stalling because I actually don't know yet who I want to pick. But I guess I won't. I'm going to go to a different team 
<clears throat> once again and pick a player who I, I feel like I've never taken this guy in fantasy ever. He, he's like for the past couple of years, keeps doing well. And I keep kind of wondering, is this really for real? But he just keeps doing it. He's having a great playoffs as well. So I guess uh, I'll take Brock Nelson over on the Islanders. And this might be another pick like Giroux where like maybe there's like three other Islanders you might've taken instead of Brock Nelson. But I don't know, like who knows which one will do better. And I feel like Nelson just always seems to be getting points. And uh, I think that that series could go long, like Philly and the Islanders. I think it's going to be a tight one. So hopefully there'll be a lot of opportunities for Nelson to continue to produce like he has. He's got uh, seven points in nine games so far. So if he could give me, you know, I don't know, six points in seven games or five points in seven games, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I think that you're I think I would go with the same Islander as my second one off the board just because you're getting the shooter. And that's uh, that's kind of a gives you a bit higher upside as far as getting in on those points. Back over to Tom. Tom, how are we feeling? Uh, Back to back picks being taken, kind of scrambling a little bit. uh, But for the first time, I agree with Elon. Uh, this draft, so I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> happy about that. We're getting on the same page now. We're feeling each other out, uh, so we're that's vibing. good. Um, we're vibing. There we go. Uh, I feel like I got to diversify a little bit here. Uh, and my next pick, uh, I think, is going to be a little bit opposite of kind of my strategy of loading up the Colorado. I think there's a guy there that has a little bit of potential that hasn't been taken. Uh, and has been kind of lagging a little bit, uh, but knows how to put a puck in the back of the net. I think I'm going to go Sags here. I like it. I've been looking at him the last few picks and just thinking what player on left on the board has the higher offensive upside. And obviously Dallas has struggled to score this year, but definitely that's a player that if, if Dallas breaks through, he's going to be a big part of doing that. So um, yeah, the first forward off Dallas goes at uh, at 36 overall. Yeah, I'll um, just point out, not that I'm saying it's a bad pick, just like for, just for interest's sake, the listeners might be wondering, oh yeah, Tyler Sagan, he's he's a guy, only three points, and like Dallas is winning games, right? So you can't like blame them for not using it, but somehow they're winning these games with Sagan only three points in eight playoff games so far. So obviously he's someone that could break out, but it's just so weird to see him. Normally he's like close to a point per game, and this season he's like a little bit below that in these playoffs, like at least offensively a non-factor so far, but we'll see how he does against Colorado. Yeah, and I took I mean, him eight last round and he... <laughs> disappointed majorly for sure yeah. with only like a couple points i think yeah yeah it's rough this is the risk though of buying into a small sample size like one series though right like that's one matchup we're moving on to the next round and tom is confident that uh sagan can be uh, a player that fits the culture of tom's team um and we're back over to wes wes what do you think? Yeah, as far as all the forwards that are left it is kind of a shot in the dark now i'm just looking at a bunch of names and there's a couple defensemen. Mm, but I really like this guy. I had him last round, and he, I feel, was probably the best shooter on the Islanders. And so I'm going to take Anthony Beauvillier. There we go. I could see a, I could see a couple of Islanders coming off the board here in the, Putting pucks the rest on net. of this round. Yeah, there you go. I thought that was going to be Elon's. I was really surprised when Elon went to the Islanders and didn't go Beauvillier. He, mm-hmm. he like Elon, you're very much Beauvillier has arrived, and I thought mm-hmm. you'd wanna you'd wanna be on that train to really to really prove your commitment. <laughs> Brian, uh, the thing is, you don't understand that I'm putting on an entertainment product here. <laughs> okay, I, I, okay. I, I, I don't mean to be like I bring up Beauvillier on the podcast because he's the one who did the exciting thing in the last round. And that's I think kind of you our... said this to me in a chat off podcast. This is not just your podcast oh. persona in love with. <laughs> 
I mean, he had a great first round. And yeah, I think like, honestly, I could see Beauvillier and Bar- uh, Nelson being a, a toss. No, Beauvillier is looking really great for sure. Like, do you disagree with that? No, I don't disagree. I, but did you just say like you lie to, to make our product entertaining? Uh, no, but I obviously, I'm like, the way it goes is I say, Brian, Anthony Beauvillier, <laughs> three points in the last two games. Can he keep it up? Is he for real? Because holy cow, what a great looking player he's been. And then you go, well, well, Elon, actually <laughs> look at his. All right, all right. What a, do we know what Villiers is in French? What, what does Beauvillier mean? Beauville is a city. Townsperson? <laughs> oh, so he's a good he's a good man. Okay. A good villain. Were you hoping for villain? I was, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, well, I'm on Google Translate now. Rob has already picked Burakovsky while we went off on this tangent, and we are all the way back at Nate. Nate still without a defenseman. I believe now the last the last team without a defenseman. Oh no, we have we have two, and they are our next two drafters. So Nate, you got Brock, you got Marcheseau, Pedersen, and Krejci. Round five. Where, where's the head at? Uh, so I'm going to stick with forwards here, stick to the game plan, see if it works. Um, and I'm going to go with the other Islander that, that I think is kind of right up there. I think he has the most points this playoffs, actually. But um, obviously that can change. Uh Josh Bailey is going to be my pick here. Um, and hopefully he can set up Bavillier for a few goals. Yeah, let's hope he, uh, Josh Bailey's you out of uh, the, seventh, <laughs> the seventh seed here. <laughs> Brian, thank you for the pity chuckle. We are back at Andrew. Andrew, what's going on? I'm feeling pretty good about this pick. It's a it's, it's slight reach. But I'm going to go with my fellow Central New York man and I'm gonna go Alex Tuck he's on that first power play I can combine him with with patches and he's a good hard player and I think he's gonna do well yeah he definitely has that that hard nose I, I'm noticing a theme on your team here you've got Miller and Konechny and now Tuck as as power forwards for sure yeah they usually tend to I don't know overcome adversity in the playoffs and then we end up talking about them and you know he was doing great till they acquired Mark Stone Mm-hmm. Yeah, they it's, signed it's him to tough. a long deal. I mean, I don't know. I like it's a crowded, uh, crowded offense over there in Vegas. That's for sure. Um, back to Blair and Blair. You've got your two defensemen. You got Bergeron, McKinnon, and Stamkos up front. What are you thinking, okay. round six? Um, yeah, I I'm just gonna go for the team. Um, <laughs> honestly, I didn't know that this was a part of the draft until <laughs> Colorado got picked. <laughs> so uh, I started sweating it a little bit. And I think I want to go for a team, unfortunately, a team going against one of my favorites. But I still have to go with Vegas because I think there's really strong Leonard. Hot take by uh, Brian over there, best goalie in the league. And uh, going to take uh, Vegas. Yeah, uh, definitely a good chance of moving on. They're the prohibitive favorites, that's for sure, in that series. And we are back to Brian Kay. Hi. So Elon just recently directed me to uh, the, 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 the data that's available to him and no one else about where, uh, where certain players are being drafted. So I'm quickly trying to consult that before I make my pick, just because like, we are at the point where it's like, I know who I want. I want to know if I can sit on them a little longer, like how much on other people's radars 
uh, have, you know, if I'm going between two guys and one of them is being picked like two rounds later, uh, that's going to help me decide. So uh, um, this is just me killing time. If you have something to say. Uh, all I was going to say was that I noticed Elon has a player on his uh, list as drafted. That's not drafted. Oh, so he's cheating. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Everything you're saying are lies. <laughs> I this is publicly available information. I've sh- and I didn't ben, say it wasn't. Don't worry a- about my draft sheet. I I checked uh, out. Oh, like uh, I I know what I'm doing. All right. <laughs> I put, all- I put okay. I put a player who I'm gonna be right, drafting. I got you. And so and I know Brian's not gonna take him because spoiler. Once Brian's done with his nonsense, I'm gonna take a defenseman, <laughs> and he's already taken two Dallas defensemen. So I got a free pick here. Oh yeah, it's a free pick um, that you didn't. Anyway, uh, so uh, I have confirmed that the person I'm that is not that is the smallest reach at this point out of the few because like it's amazing how quickly this thing gets deep. Were it pick uh, um, like fifty? Forty two. Forty two. Forty two, and it's like it's not thin, but it is as as some others have said. It's like you're kind of throwing a dart. There's a lot of equal equal ground here and i'm going to use this pick uh to take the opportunity to diversify my portfolio a little because i've got two golden knights two dallas stars one bruin so i'm happy to have a player that stands out on my list who does not belong on either of those teams uh he's on philly and i i'm a little relieved andrew didn't take him so uh i'm going to draft kevin hayes my my kevin is a legit number two center in the nhl hayes Finally broke out of the funk there towards the end of that uh, Montreal series. Two big points in the elimination game. Um, Elon, you've already made your pick. Lay it on us. Yeah, so by the way, speaking of Hayes, a big reason why I'm drafting ahead of Nate here is because Nate was in my division last round and like Hayes uh, really did nothing for me the whole round. And then like right at the end, he helped me and I think I beat Nate by like a couple points in the end. Anyways, so good old Kevin Hayes. And I think it was a great pick, Brian. Good job. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take a defenseman here. I feel like there's a big drop between the guy I'm going to take and everyone who's left. So I know I just took an Islander, but let me take another. And give me Ryan Pulak, who I think is like the last, like best defenseman on his team for fantasy purposes. Like the best, the last best defenseman on their team in this draft, I guess I should say. Yeah, I'd so, say it's pretty much dart throws as far as guessing which, play, which defenseman will get hot in the next round uh, moving I, forward. I agree, Elon. Like, I, I think this was a, a good pick, not that anyone asked me. Um, but I'm also like, did you see that the majority of the Isles power play time in their last game of the series went to, like, it must have just been a mistake, like, just because of, like, they must have hemmed, uh, hemmed in the defense, but it, it went to the second unit with Devin Taves quarterbacking it with yeah. a Peugeot, Nelson, Beauvillier, and Bailey. I, you're, you're obviously not concerned that there's anything to read into there. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that I think that uh, Ryan Pulak's going to get me a 70-point pace in this next round, but like uh, the Islanders are very much a team from what I've seen this season. Uh, they run their two power plays pretty evenly. I don't know if like, they, it's, they have, like maybe they'll put up the Barzal one first, but I think by the end of the game, they're usually like at 45, 55% in terms of the overall time on ice of each uh, unit. So uh, I just think Pulak, you just look at the numbers in the playoffs so far. He has six points in nine games, and in the season he had like a 45-plus point pace so just seems like a, a cut above the rest and i'm obviously not gonna take devin taves who he could get all the power play time just like nick letty doesn't mean he's gonna get any points 
All right. Well, we are down to 90 seconds here for Tom's pick. Tom, you got one defenseman. You got your team last time with Colorado, or I guess that was two rounds ago. You, you took Sagan in round five. What are you thinking for round six? Just hoping people keep talking so I can go right to the end because I have two ideas and the two ideas that I had were taken right before me. So uh, once again, scrambling, shout out to Brian and Elon for taking with uh, defenseman. I hope everyone does the same. Music's my ears. I, oh, this is, it's tough because I'm so, my hand, I feel like my hands are tied here. I feel like my hands are tied with the teams and, you know, other people that might have loaded some teams. Uh, there's some pretty skilled guys out there and I don't want to name any names, uh, but they seem to be on the same teams as mine. Shout out to them. I think here I'm going to go with it. I think I'm going to take, oh, this is tough. <laughs> <laughs> I, hesitate. I think I'm going to go plot here. I like it, yeah. Uh, another grinder who is on an amazing line, right? He's playing with Kucherov at even strength. At some point, Kucherov is going to have himself a time. So I, that's definitely a high upside pick. I see Wes shaking his head, maybe in anger. Wes, are you upset about this? Yeah, I got sniped twice. I got sniped with Pollock and then Ugh. and then with uh, Palat. Right. So, Wes, you have already one defenseman in Shea Theodore. You got Horvat, Rantanen, Couturier, and Beauvillier. Uh, what's the thought here? <laughs> the thought is... Or was that your last thought, and now you're scrambling to find a thought? <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of a bit frantic here, but I think I'm going to finish off my defensemen. I'm deciding between a couple guys here. Obviously, all the PP1 guys are gone. Yeah, you're throwing darts, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think just because I do want a piece of Tampa, that I'm going to go with Sergachev. And, hey, maybe something happens to Hedman and he goes down and there's my ticket. He's Don't been sound so up. hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, that definitely could work out. We've seen it in season for sure. Um Back to Rob, who is not in the Zoom call, but Rob on his team. We are looking at true professional Barzal, Point, Smith, Burakovsky, Hedman, and he just grabbed Anders Lee, who I thought, um, I can't remember who it was who ended up taking uh, uh, Bailey or Beauvillier, but I thought that's where Anders Lee was going to go. I think that that's another guy who has, he's gone under the radar a little bit, but I, I could see him doing some damage uh against philadelphia this round nate how you doing doing good doing good are you um, still feeling good about the no d-man stack here yeah I'm, I'm feeling all right i'm feeling all right i got to uh i got a couple guys i think are are a little underrated hopefully i can still get them um i am going to go with a player that screwed me over in the last round. Uh, so I'm, I'm having second thoughts, but um, I think he's a streaky guy. So I'm going to give him one more chance and hopefully he can uh, help me out a little. And that's uh, Alex Killorn. 
Definitely a streaky guy. Um, seen him score five points in a game, and then I've seen him also go many points, many games without getting any points. Hopefully, you get the uh, the good version of Alex Kalorn. And uh, yeah, uh, all right. Well, Andrew, you are the other team that has no defensemen so far. You've got JT Miller, Pacioretty, Voracek, Konechny, and Tuck. How are you feeling about no D-man stack here? Are you feeling okay? Uh, I had a D-man lined up if Nate was going to pick one. He didn't, and uh, I'm okay with it. Honestly, once once the run went on, I knew I knew I was gonna wait. I probably will still wait, and I'm gonna. This is my favorite pick of this whole draft. I really thought someone was gonna take him in the last three picks, and it's Joe Pavelski. I'm I'm super stoked about him. Yeah, I mean, he I'm had a couple he's great too. Great, he had some great games, and I I love him. He he's playoff. Savi, he he performs in the playoffs. I think Dallas may give him a run for their money. I'm happy with this team so far. Yeah, I mean Pavelski. Looking at the other drafts, Pavelski went 29th in one in one draft, 39th in another, and 41st in another. You just got him at 48, so definitely the lowest that he's gone in any draft. Um, I, I think that that's a that's a good upside play at this point because you're hoping on Dallas to to hit and to score some goals and people are obviously undervaluing them or valuing them lowly I should say. Hopefully that one works out. We are back. We are for the top of the seventh round with Blair. Blair, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. It's been a while. What are you thinking? Right, here? Man, I have a question for you. Okay. If you were to pick for me, who would you be grabbing? <laughs> I can't. I can't say out of everyone, but maybe I could pick a. I could. I could give you a lean out of two players, maybe. Oh yeah, give me a lean. I got two minutes, so let me let me hear it. Well, no, I mean, like if you have a few that you're picking between, I might be able to say which guy I would prefer. But I, I, I do. I have three, but I don't want to. That's. Yeah, you, you might be able to get all three. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna go with a hot hand here. Um, somebody who's just been lighting it up. And uh, just going to hope that they're, he's riding this, uh, he's feeling good and he's going to ride it through this round. So I'm going to pick uh, Dennis Gurionov. That's a fun one right there. Definitely you're, you're hoping for the, the future guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, a, definitely a guy who we've, uh, we've seen. Potentially that, that could be the highest riser uh, fantasy stock-wise of the playoffs if he's able to have another solid round here. Um, huge against year. Calgary. What's that, sorry? And going into next year, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he could be somebody who uh, who ends up getting getting onto a lot of people's radars here. Uh, back to Brian Com. Okay, so uh, I'm going to continue to diversify and grab another player from a team uh, that I have zero players from. And uh, I'm actually going against what has been happening in the other divisions uh in in the order i i'm thinking of two guys and uh i'm saving one guy hopefully for later we'll find out uh but the player i'm gonna pick is someone i seem to always 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 and forever end up with uh my man in in long island who i picked in the eighth round last time picking him in the seventh round this one jordan eberly welcome to the flamingos playoff stud jordan eberly um you know, Edmonton traded him because he couldn't score in the playoffs, and now he has more points than anyone on Edmonton since uh, since in the playoffs since. So, uh, He's like I the just, Nazem Kadri of Edmonton. Right, there you go. Um, I just need to interrupt. We have some goals, eh? McKinnon from Landeskog and Ranton and no Kadri in sight, <laughs> just Avalanche <laughs> vibing. And Sagan on the board already. 
A couple of guys here who are still uh, available with points already. I wonder if they get snapped up literally immediately. Uh, the, the pick goes to Elon. Yeah, so for people uh, listening here, because of scheduling, we had to schedule this draft, even though we knew that it would start to uh, conflict with the game. And the points from this game will count for this draft. And so, yeah, maybe that does affect me a little bit. But also, I don't really think Dallas is going to do that well in this series. But at this point, it's not as if we have such exciting players left. So I guess, yeah, I'll take my point. And Jamie Benn, I guess I'll take him. Like, he had a rough year. I don't think he's going to get better in future years. But I guess, you know, he's had a long layoff. So maybe he's been able to recuperate a little bit more than usual. And, we'll, yeah, I'm curious to see how he can do against Dallas. So uh, give me Ben. Sure, why not? He's kind of that prototypical playoff, like, power forward that we were talking about earlier with Andrew. He's just one of those guys that you can see him getting in the faces of Colorado and then just scoring a few annoying goals and be in the face of this series. Like, definitely uh, definitely don't hate don't hate Jamie Ben at this spot at uh, 51 overall. Back to Tom. Epic meal time. Tom, what are you thinking here? Uh, Elon, we're talking about annoying goals, and Elon seems to be that annoying person that keeps on taking my pick right before me. Shout out to you, Elon. I don't know if it's two brilliant minds just coming together, or if it's just <laughs> you're just reading my sheet. I, I don't know. I, I really don't. Uh, I think there's a guy here that has been kind of left off for a while. We talked about diversifying. Brian Com. I'm going JGP, John gabriel Peugeot. Noted legendary playoff performer. Yeah, scored four on my Rangers. Is it four or three? Uh, it might have been both. And, and, and he's also terrorized the, the Habs in the past too. Yeah, God. I forgot I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are back to, uh, to Wes here. Wes, did you get sniped again? Uh, no. No, I wouldn't say I did. I just have no idea who I'm going to pick. <laughs> so, Wes, you are sitting here with Horvat, Rantanen, Couturier, Beauvillier, Theodore, and Sergachev. No need for a defenseman. You have three more forward spots and a team slot. Um, yeah, we're waiting. Yeah. Baited breath. Well, I see Radulov got a point, but I just I don't believe in him enough. And I see another guy that, I don't know, he, he might come back. This is going to be a bold pick, but I'm going to take uh, Tyler Toffoli. Wow. Do we have uh, injury news on Toffoli yet? So I was actually just looking. I can answer because I, I just added him to my queue. I'm like, oh, if he's yeah. still around in, in the ninth or tenth <laughs> round, uh, it looks like at one point it was reported that he was potentially – he was aiming to come back for Game 7 of the St. Louis series with a potential for Game 6. Obviously, that didn't happen. And the last update that I can see is that uh, at Sportsnet Murph, Dan Murphy – has heard that Toffoli skated yesterday, but yes, no, no update since then. That could be a huge one, and it could definitely upset, um, I believe it was Nate's Brock Besser pick, if he is ready for the next series. So that's going to have some implications on this round for sure. High upside um, and, a, and a, a bit of a steep downside if he, if he stays banged up. We are back to Nate now. Or, oh, sorry. Let me just say quickly, Rob did draft uh, and he finished off his defenseman with Sam Girard. So he has Hedman and Girard. Uh, and now we're back to Nate. So um, I am going to take uh, the free point uh, with uh, Radulov and uh, maybe Dallas will do a little bit better 
than Elon is, is hoping they'll do. So hopefully they, they make it a six or seven game series somehow. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to do uh, one of my favorite Elon traits uh, where I discuss the game that is happening right now to no one's interest and just say that I saw the Nathan McKinnon goal and it's ridiculous. What a stud. Uh, uh, Andrew, where are we at, bud? Well, I was hoping to stack Dallas and get that top power play with Radulov, and I was sniped for the first time, basically, this draft. So I'm kind of lost for thoughts here. I've been waiting on defensemen, and this is a pick I'm not happy with. Well, I'm happy with the player, but just not what I kind of wanted to do. So I'm going to take Alec Martinez. He's on that second power play. They tend to shift and split that up in Vegas. I'm going to... Hey, it's a shot. He did really well at the trade deadline. I mean, I think he had eight points in 10 games last time, and he, he, he did have a couple of decent games. So I'm going to take Alec Martinez. i got to find him here. Yeah. Um, Elon's favorite defenseman. Uh, we are yeah, uh, over, yeah. over 40 points in the next season. Book it. Book Elon. That's my prediction. Uh, on to round eight, and we are starting with Blair. Once again, Blair, the king of the draft. Uh, how are you feeling right now? Good. Uh, still <laughs> still trying to get over the stammer pick. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's tough. <laughs> I'm hoping that the guys I'm picking are going to pick up the slack, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, so in that, in that, uh, in the spirit of uh, Tampa Bay, a uh, guy that I've had on my queue since the entire start of the draft – Excited to pick him up. One of my favorites, Sorelli. Yeah, one of my favorite players to watch for sure. I, I had him at the end of the Kakupful season here and was just waiting on him to, because he would just go on these little runs that would be enough to hold on to him on your team, and then he would sort of cool off. But uh, talented as hell and definitely somebody who could uh, who could do some damage in the playoffs, I would think. Totally. All right, Elon. You've got oh, three picks on, left. Ben. Oh, Brian, uh, you're like Elon. Uh, <laughs> you're like his best friend, you know? It's, it's I'm so to, offended. Tough to pick between you two. Um, three picks left. you got two forwards and a team slot. What are you thinking? Uh, so the guy, so he, the joke is that, remember last round I was picking between two guys. I, I left one on the board hoping he'd come back. He has come back, and I'm like... Do I really want him? So, uh, so if no one else took him, maybe I shouldn't either. Uh, so now I, I'm uh, I'm sort of scrambling a little to decide what to do. Um, I, I've, got, I've got a few guys. I actually, so I have two team, two players to pick left. I hope I get two of these guys. Um, yeah. I have a feeling... I'm gonna I, I'm gonna call my shot that I know Elon's next pick, uh, and I know it's definitely not going to be this guy who I am going to pick. Um, again, uh, adding another player from another team, so now I, I I'm really spreading out after loading up on Dallas and Vegas to start. I'm picking from uh, my first player from the Avalanche, Nazem Kadri's wingman. Eunice Donskoy. And it's hard. Like, it's really t- tricky for me to, to actually go ahead and push the button for him just because, like, what did we even see in that Arizona series, right? Like, it, it, it was like fake hockey. 
in terms of what we're going to, like what we can use from that to know how this next round is going to go. But anyone who plays with Nazem Kadri should pick up a couple points. So for that reason, I'll go with Eunice Donskoy. Dozens of Arizona hockey fans just groaning with uh, frustration here after that slander. Uh, Elon, I'm wondering if if Brian has you pegged or if you can uh, if you care to go off board to try and throw him off. With, I'm curious where your head is. So I know who I want. I would be curious to know, like Brian. I guess if I do pick this person, then you'll I'll just tell. tell- but if I don't pick that person, you'll—I guess—you'll also tell me, right? <laughs> well, I mean, if I don't tell you that it's the person, then I guess that means it wasn't the person. Are you just saying, like, please don't lie to me? I'm just curious. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> By the way, you—you've uh, been saying how uh, Donskoy was Kadri's wingman. Oh no, I am interested. No, I don't know. I actually, I've been trying to look right now because I know Nemesnikov is back today and he missed a bunch of games. So I'm curious to know how the Avs lines are shaking out. Oh, of- I was a fool to not actually look at tonight's game lines. I'm but I can't sure. see them. Maybe you could look them up now just for the listeners to know. So but while, I, while I think you- something's actually broken. Like there's no data from the usual sources online. Well, it's only been yeah. like eight minutes. To, is yeah. Usually info <laughs> that should be on. enough. Okay. I think um, I th- we have from, our first quick... schmoll of the round. Are we excited about this oh, yeah. schmoll in the wild? I thought that you, we're not using that Blade term, Ben. Me. Yeah, we got Blake Como goal. from Alexiak. Oh, yeah. Blake, <laughs> Jamie Alexiak continues to climb the ranks of mm-hmm. the Dallas Stars' leading playoff scorers. You know and that Blair's, Blair said at first that he was going to take Alexiak first yeah, overall. He, he looks awesome. pained now. <laughs> I hate- the kid had scored him okay. Right. His term schmoll, which is what Brian made He's up. the best. He, he wanted a word for a goal when there's no fantasy relevance, I guess, aside from the goal against for the goalie. And uh, I prefer phantom goal. And I think oh, schmoll is a terrible I think you got to accept you lost, Elon. It's over. Ben is Everyone's the host. He called it a schmoll. Don't argue with him. People Everyone's loving schmoll. Yeah, well, I lost too. I, I, I put forward tree fall goal and no one caught on. So I'm, I'm jumping on the schmoll bandwagon. I'm throwing all my delegates at Brian. Uh, yes. I think he won it. I, I'd like to see a recount, but okay, I'll just make <laughs> my pick now. Um, you were saying how if Toffoli comes back, that's not great for Besser, but someone who I think it would be very good for is Tanner Pearson, who all of a sudden would get Brock Besser as his winger on that second line to play with Horvat. And uh, so, yeah, I guess at this point, give me a second line Tanner Pearson. That's a fun pick. Brian, was that who you thought he would go with? No, that not at was- all. That was not, it is not a match. You've gone <laughs> off the board, Elon. Um, off Brian's board. Tom, yeah. we are, uh, you got three picks left here. You are still looking at a uh, defenseman and two forwards. Are you going to grab your last defenseman here or no? No, no, straight up no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <fair enough. laughs> I don't think that there's anyone really left out there. And I, well, there's a couple there that are sitting, but once again, could be swing and misses. Uh, there are a couple of forwards still left with decent deployment. Uh, it's just a matter of looking at who I think is going to go the distance. And, and right now that's a freaking coin flip between the, the teams that I'm kind of looking at. Um, but I'm going to take someone that, that has been honestly buzzing so much out there. Um, but the points don't really reflect it. I'm going to go Yanni Gore. Ah, that is a fun one. Can I just comment on Tampa for a second, like out of turn? Um, just that like, it's crazy. Like this team is an offensive juggernaut, right? Like crazy, like cup favorite for the last like three years. And yet 
I, ben, I don't know if you if you can pull up the results that quickly, but like Gord and Sorelli are going. Palat went recently too. Like after Point and Kucherov, everyone and Hedman, of course, like everyone was so reluctant to touch these guys. None mm. of them have more than a half point per game since the playoffs began, which is crazy. And which is not at all to say that they're they're not going to go off or they can't go off this series. It's just it's not the Tampa you'd expect, right? You would expect on, on such an offense, a, a team with an, a reputation of being such an offensive threat, uh, there's got to be four or five guys to choose from as there are on Colorado and Vegas. But Tampa looks like they're not a one-line team. But if you look yeah. for scoring, they're kind of a one-line team. Well, but they, it's more that their depth is by committee, right? Like uh, if you watch those Tampa games, it's like line after line, each of them can score. And then they go out and they add Blake Coleman, like the quintessential bottom six goal scorer um, that's not named Josh Anderson. Um, yeah, no, that's that's their whole thing is that any they can beat you on any line. And so it, it it's not shocking to me to see that, uh, that Tampa has, uh, that all their secondary scoring has faded this far just because it is you're you're throwing darts. It's it's a crapshoot to figure out which guy is going to go off. Um, we're back to Wes. Wes, how you doing? Good. So I just made my pick. I see uh, that. Yeah, I went with Jake DeBrusque. I just want a bit of Boston action, and he's the only guy that really stands out to me that's left. He's shooting a lot, and like you know, he's he's out there. <laughs> he is out there and uh somebody who i think you know you're you're hoping that you get the five games where he's on the top power play and he puts up three or four points on the power mm-hmm. play and, and i see that series going pretty far as well probably back and forth a lot so hopefully he plays a lot of games it feels the most even to me for sure of the four um just two super studded teams uh we already have rob's pick as well here he grabbed tyler johnson to uh buoy brian's point about all of the options on tampa that you can go with Which and we are now sorry sorry Wes? My option for sure oh really so basically uh wes's two picks go back to back and we are now at rico's roughnecks nate you have two defensemen and a team spot to pick from which one are you going to fill first so why uh, why break the streak now? Um, I, I might as well continue. I did. Uh, Martinez was one of the guys I was looking for, Andrew. So that was that was a really good pick. They they use him a lot, even though he's not their top power play guy. Um, I will go with also. It's not a schmoll anymore, if you're using that term, because uh, Miro Heiskanen got got in on. The assist. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was I was waiting to congratulate Brian on his uh, his steal. Um, I I will go with the team that has proven they can shut other teams out, and the Islanders' offense doesn't scare me that much. I do think Philly's going to win the series, so I'm going to go with Philly. I Don't thought you were going to say you were taking the Islanders. That was a I was sure a good one too. But <laughs> I think Philly's going to win the series. So. Well, you got an you got an animated response from Andrew. Andrew, was that an upsetting pick for you? Yes. Is that what I get for taking Martinez? I don't think that's a fair shot. <laughs> but Andrew, Andrew you, you said you weren't. Here? Andrew, you said you weren't going to take any more Philly players. Was, I, I assume that, that meant was the team. Part of my plan. <laughs> I mean, how oh, can I do this draft upset. now without having Philly D? Or, this is horrible. I'm I'm crushed. I'm a loss for words. Now, I honestly don't even know who I'm going to pick. <laughs> I didn't think Classic someone was going to take them. I didn't feel like anyone in this group was really confident in Philadelphia. 
Hmm. Nice to know that your team is uh, being respected. All right. I got to do this quick, I'm assuming. You got two minutes. Okay. I will say as a Pens fan, I have no faith in the Flyers whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take Rupe Hintz. He's been shooting a lot, and he's on that line with Pavelski and Garyanov's on fire. Hey, it's worth a shot. I was wondering, you, you I thought you did have Garyanov, but I guess you grabbed Pavelski. So I, you're I stacking the stars a little bit. They have two goals already, two-thirds of the way to Elon's projection of three on the series. And, uh, yeah, Dallas with a, a solid start to the first round. Um, Blair, we are back. Round nine. We have two more spots to fill. You are looking at two forwards. Who are you looking at here? Uh, I think I'm going to go with, uh, again, like uh, you guys have said, like the series I believe is going to go the longest. Um, try to get a few extra points, a couple grindy goals. Um, so I'm going to grab uh, – Cashin. I probably yeah. pronounced that wrong. <laughs> there was no reaction. I thought you said Cashin. It took me a second. I was like, I don't think he's still uh, still oh, in Alexei, Alexei Cashin. That's what Sens fans called him. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I actually uh, that's who I thought. I can't remember if it was Nate who, or I think it might have been Wes who took DeBrusque. I kind of thought yeah. at that point I would have uh, I would have gone with Cashin just because honestly this is an eye test thing for me. Just when I watched that that Bruin series, Cashin was was flashing mm-hmm. on the screen, so uh, I, I like it. All right. Elon. I'm not and even. It's Brian. Oh, I can't Brian. Even. Brian. It's so hurt. Can I can I explain myself? Give me give me one second here to to explain myself. I'm on Elon's I'm Elon's co-manager in the draft, so his team is highlighted for me. So it just every time it comes up, I just default to looking at the the square that says Elon's team on it. And, and it just seems to happen on my pick only. Well, because his pick is right after yours. So it's mm. I see. Um, Brian's just stalling right now. Did you just get uh, sniped on Kasha? You've loved Kasha. He's clearly reading his screen as he he complains about this. No, I I didn't get sniped on Kasha. Um, You know, I I love the guy, but I see his ice time going down, and it's been a while since he's done so. Like, I still think the upside is there. He's playing with Krejci. Uh, Honestly, it's as good a pick as I'm going to make. Uh, but I, I wasn't I wasn't ready to go with him. Um, I'm going uh, I'm going between a couple guys. One of the one one of them is the guy who I thought you would take, Elon, and one of them is the one that I am probably going to take. Uh, oh, so I get to take the guy that I'm going to take. That sounds <laughs> the jolliest man in the world. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, uh, this is a this is a tough one. I'm gonna go here for for series length too. Um, zero disrespect to um, the team that I'm, I won't name them, I guess, because that'll tip my hat. But I could see um, Philly and the Islanders going uh, quite a while. Um, and in case it does, I will be happy to have uh, one more flyer on my team, and his name is Joel Farabee. Hmm. On power play one in the last game. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what sort of did it for me. I mean, like, his, there's not a whole lot to love about his numbers, but uh, again, I, I, it was between him and another guy, and I just I, – it's stupid. It, it's like a perennial mistake to try and guess how long a series is going to go and make your pick that way. 
but there you go. Well, some of did. us are better at it than others, eh? <laughs> I don't think so. I, not, not if you use a large enough sample size. <laughs> I, uh, I just beat Brian. I'm 1-0 and oh in mine and oh. Brian's series length bet. So uh, I correctly <laughs> predicted that Flyers Habs would go the distance compared to his his uh, Islander. Nobody cares. Um, Elon, <laughs> what's up? Okay, so I think I know who Brian thinks I'm going to take. So this is kind of fun now. <laughs> Regarding Faraby, this that's is a, good a really pick. fun podcast for the two of you to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you like this podcast, you're really going to like this podcast. That's like the, <laughs> that's our catchphrase. So uh, I think Faraby was a good pick. He was actually someone I was looking at at this pick. Also, Brian, he wasn't he healthy scratched for one game. I'm not saying that'll happen again. Yeah, he Philly's so crazy. Game. Philly's so deep that they scratched James Van Riemsdyk for a couple games also. So maybe they're just like cycling through, keeping people fresh. Uh, but I think Farabee's good if he plays. And he was also playing on a line with Konechny I saw last game. Uh, I think I know who you want me to take or who you think I'm going to take. And I think I'm going to take him. So I'm going to go with line one or line two yeah. power play one on Vegas. Yeah. yeah, He hasn't done much so far in the playoffs. Uh, only two points in six games, but Paul Stasny is getting all the opportunity. He's playing big minutes. Why can't he get a point or two? So uh, yeah, sure. Give me Stasny. Yeah. Elon, I don't even want to talk to you about this because you lucked into Jamie Ben, and now he has two points. So, uh, you know, it's that famous Elon luck coming through here. Uh, the luckiest man in uh, fantasy sports. Elon is, is, uh, is flashing V signs at the... I think they're like, sideways peace signs. Yeah. John Brian, this is what cool young people do. You don't, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> it, it definitely isn't because I do that all the time, and I'm not <laughs> neither cool nor young. Um, epic Neil time, Tom. You have a forward slot. You got a defensive slot. Where are you going with this pick? Going forward, uh, I'm going with someone that I think that has been kind of underrated. Uh, plays that gritty role. I think he's gonna. I, once again, this series is going the way. Uh, Charlie Coyle. Ah. Okay, I I thought you were going to go with that series. I did not think that's who you were describing, but definitely someone who you, in your mind, that is like what you picture when you think about a guy who kind of cleans up in the playoffs um, as, a, as a grinder. Uh, back over to Wes. Yes, hello. Yes. <laughs> I should have taken Radulov. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he now has two points as well. Yeah. Uh, kind of regretting with the Foley pick, but hopefully he gets back on the ice soon. Um, as far as this pick, I'm going to go for a team. I'm going to pick Tampa Bay. I think that, uh, yeah, I think they're going to win a couple games. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I'm not that's sure a I'm... tough one to pick between, but I'd give mm-hmm. them 50% shot at four wins. That's for sure. They'll at least get a couple wins, I feel. so. Yeah. And I mean, I could see a few of those games too. Like they have superstars in those, in those series, obviously, but like we talked about uh, the second through fourth lines, aren't like the best second through fourth lines in the league. You could see a couple of two, one, one, nothing games. Maybe you get a shutout or two here. Um, then you're laughing. I don't know about that. I think I, you, why not? I don't know if Tampa's going to like shut out. I think that they definitely have a good shot to win the series, but how, how often does Boston get shut out? I can't recall, but like, I guess it's possible all the time. I'm gonna right, ben, I think you're just like really nice. Like, I don't think you've like really, except for me, I don't think you've like uh, said anything negative about anyone's picks. You're always telling them <laughs> why it's a good pick. Well, I mean, it is a playoff pool. And so any of these players are as good as the other people who are being picked generally like it, you know, it's, <laughs> let's just say I'm not picking Dallas or New York Islanders to win their series. That's for sure. So no, I, I don't disagree with Tampa. I think it's a good pick. I just, I'd be yeah. surprised if they get a shutout. Uh, let's make a bet board, Ben. 
or, or, or Wes, who wants to bet board me? I say there won't be any shutouts in that series. Zero shutouts? Before, before you take would, this bet, let me, let me drop some data. Uh, the, the Bruins were shut out once this season in 70 games, and it was by Columbus. Oh, no. And who beat Columbus? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to bet on that. Uh, <laughs> uh, although I do think it's interesting to, to extend it to either team. And, uh, you know, I yeah, maybe I am too nice. I don't know. Uh, don't change. Never change, to be, is what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are now back over to Nate. Nate, it might be time, bud. You got two, yeah. two picks left, two defensive slots. <laughs> It has to be time. So, okay. Um, yeah, I, I was hoping, like I said, I was hoping for Martinez to be one of them. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, not my favorite player, but uh, Kevin Shattenkirk. Um, maybe he can luck into a few assists against the Bruins there. And, uh, uh, you know, he, he, he's had stretches. So, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's what it is, right? Like he he yeah. looked like he was going to be fantasy relevant for the whole season at the the first twenty games there. Um, I can't remember who bet on him continuing that between Brian and Elon, but wasn't there a pizza <laughs> involved? Yeah, I won. Did you get a pizza? No. You want a pizza? I won the pizza. Do you want a pizza? Uh, <laughs> I always want a pizza. This okay, send is- me. Where to order it from, what you want. I'll get you your pizza. I don't want to be uh, looked at as someone who doesn't pay their dues. Like, just, hey, uh, you know. Brian, I actually slide, prefer slide like, that pizza for, the bigger for victory for me. Like, the bigger prize is to be able to just hang it over your head that you haven't paid up rather than eating the actual pizza. It doesn't work like that. Elon, okay, pizza expires pizza. in two weeks. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I accept the pizza from. Uh, okay, yeah. If you don't claim it in two weeks, Brian, I'm sending it to Ben. Yeah. Well, I like. Maybe that's a nice gesture that I could do for him. Do that it. Do whatever call. you want to do. I don't yep. care. All right, Andrew, you got two more picks here: defenseman and a team. Which one are you going to fill this time? I'm going with a team. There's there's eight teams total, eight players in our league, and Nate sniping Philly from me last round. I don't know what I'd do with myself if I'm the last person to take a team D and it's the Islanders. It ruined the whole league for me. So I'm taking Dallas. I like that preventative uh, pick there just to make sure that you're not tilting too hard. I can relate to that feeling. Absolutely. Uh, Blair, we are back to you. It is the last round. You have only a team to pick. Um, I don't know if you're boxed in or not. I haven't looked at which teams are. Uh, no, there's a few more here. So um, Blair has a forward. I'll cut in. I know this because I have a team. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm looking oh at God, the, wrong, the wrong s- screen. Blair got the team that everybody wanted. <laughs> it's just Blair a matter knows. of if he got them at the right time. I dropped, them, I dropped them pretty early, I feel, but I like the pick. So right now I'm thinking... I might want a guy as opposed to these, this forward list, which I, I, can I pick a D right now? Can I fill that forward with a D or is do I? You I, cannot. No. Oh, okay. Well that changes my pick. <laughs> um, in which case I might take the full time here. So. Okay. Uh, that's fine. I was, should I, should I cut in and start talking about my pick? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, you're picking a team, so we might as well. I mean, yeah, my, I just want to share that like my heart is still in my throat from from Andrew's spiel about like how he's going to pick a team and uh and like I'm like oh no 
I like it. I, I just thought it was he was coming for me. Like I, I have a team that I'd really like who remains, and uh, then he didn't pick them. So I, I'm very excited. Should I just make my pick while we yeah. wait for Blair? You can say it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take Boston. Uh, end this draft the way I started it. Started with Brad Marchand, booking it off with uh, with picking uh, Boston uh, as my team. Like I just think getting them, I guess sixth. Um, out of all the there's there's three teams remaining getting Boston six feels like a win to me so uh, I'm I'm relieved of course Colorado and Vegas are the ones I wanted most but I wasn't ready to go in early enough to get either one of them so uh, give me the Bruins give me the Bruins god I really hope they don't win though I also don't want them to win. Like I want them to win for this, but like they took Carolina in five and like, it didn't look that hard at times too. So uh, it was an impressive win for sure. Yeah. There are a couple teams that I, there were, there were pretty much two teams left that I wanted to end up with. And I got, I got one of them. So I'm happy about that. You got one. Um, Blair, you ready to go? No, I have 38 <laughs> seconds and I'm going to be All right, here. well, I'm going to go over to Elon then while you make your decision. Elon, you have a team as well. Uh, what are you thinking here? Well, there's only two options left, the Islanders and Vancouver. And I think it's an easy choice. Andrew, you never had to worry because as long as – well, I guess, yeah, of the teams left, I actually would have even taken the Islanders over Boston. Not because I think the Islanders are better than Boston, but just because I think Boston will maybe win the series, but I – whatever, like maybe, or they'll win three games, but I just don't think they'll get any shutouts. Like I think the Islanders are a team that I could see getting a shutout and maybe winning like two or three games. So whatever, impossible to predict. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take the Islanders. Boo. Yeah, uh, Andrew fair. said he was going to take a team and it wasn't, and he couldn't, and I'm like, I knew he couldn't take the Islanders because they're against the Flyers. I thought for sure Boston was gone. I, 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 had just, Boston. I couldn't stand being stuck with them. I mean, it, it would hurt me too much. <laughs> Nate yeah. taking Philly scarred me for life. <laughs> for life? Oh, my God. This wow. is a, a one-week pool, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry. Also, I, I love fantasy hockey. <laughs> By the way, I'm very happy to have the Islanders because I have my Islanders hat on. So it all is perfect. I can wear my hat proudly this week and Stop. cheer for my team. Who wants to go? Anyone here in Toronto? We got to go to a bar. We got to watch some Islanders games. Let's go. We're going to have some fun. This is my nightmare. Uh, Blair, that was your last pick. You grabbed Blake Coleman while, uh, while Elon was spouting off about the horrible Islanders. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming out. It was great to, uh, great to chat with you, and uh, good luck. Let's talk, through his, let's talk through his team. Yeah, uh, so he uh, started out with Kucherov. Or no, I'm looking at your team. God, like- why is this happening? Um, started with McKinnon, Bergeron. Down to uh, Tori Krug, then Steven Stamkos. We have Ivan Provorov, Las Vegas, Denis Garyanov, Anthony Sorelli, Andre Kasha, and finally Blake Coleman. Thoughts overall what, what, as, as we leave the draft? Where, what are you thinking? My thoughts? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I like the team. Uh, I like the defense. Uh, I find I have two power play, one uh, defenseman. Um, so I feel confident that those guys are going to make up some of the points that I might be losing, having uh, some players who might miss a, a game or two. Um, but we'll see what happens. Everybody's drafted really good players, and I think everybody's team's pretty strong and it's just going to have to see how the playoffs uh, play out here and see what happens. Absolutely. We are now well into Tom's clock. So we're going to jump over to him, skipping over Brian and Elon, who I'm sure will give us their thoughts on their team um, at some point here. 
But uh, yeah, Tom, you have uh, you have Pasternak. You went Makar next, and then you went with Landeskog, Colorado. You were the first uh, first player to pick a team. Uh, then you grabbed Sagan, which already has uh, put up some points for you. Palat, Pajot, Yanni Gord, and Charlie Coyle. Uh, what are you thinking for your last pick? I feel like me and Brian are vibing. I uh, go on Boston, Boston. Uh, I know this this pick has been kind of been I've been hesitating on it the last couple, uh, but waited to the end, seeing where all the D were kind of sliding. Uh, I know I'm going Charlie McAvoy, uh, but shout out to uh, Blair with probably the most hockey response on his team. Uh, super passive there. Love it. Pucks in deep, buddy. Yeah, pucks in deep for sure by Blair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what we got. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So McAvoy finishes out for Tom. Thank you so much for coming by, Tom. Uh, definitely come. Um, definitely. Uh, we'll see you this next year in Cacupful. I believe we're in the top tier together. Game on, buddy. Watch yourself. <laughs> All right. Wes, uh, we are back over to you for your final pick. Uh, Wes's team, he's got Horvat, Rantanen, Couturier, Beauvillier, Toffoli, DeBrusque, Shea Theodore, Mikhail Sergachev, Tampa Bay, and he finishes off with a hometown pick. Jake Vertanen, he's the only guy out there. I was just scrolling up and down the list. Man, there's just nobody left. This is a really tough draft at the end. But, now, um, will yeah, you shotgun one for Jake? Yeah, shotgun Jake. Will you shotgun one for him though? If he scores, I definitely one. will now. Yeah, okay. I'll be watching that guy. He better you score. You got to put that in the in the group chat. If uh, if Vertanen scores, we want to. No see man, him let's go big. If if, if Jake Vertanen scores a goal, you've got to make a video of yourself shotgunning that beer and like send it us to so we can tweet it out for the world. And all well, of our the thing. How about to earn the point on the Jake Vertanen goal? That's a necessary mm-hmm. step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, every Jake Vertanen goal you have to. <laughs> so if you're listening right now and Jake Vertanen scores, you want to be following us at, at Keeping Carlson so you can uh, see Wes's video there. Come on. We'll yeah. all do it together. We'll probably get some, some Vancouver followers off of that one because that is already quite the, uh, quite the trend there. So, uh, Wes, thank you for hanging out with us and uh, good luck. Yeah, thanks so much. This was fun. And we have Rob's final pick in. He picked in the 10th round Vancouver. I think that was the final team to go off the board. His team ends up with Barzal, Point, Riley Smith, Burakovsky, Anders Lee, Tyler Johnson, JT Comfer, Victor Hedman, Gerard, and Vancouver. Quite a lot of depth pieces from Colorado there. Uh, good luck to Rob, and we will see you online. And then we go back to Nate. Nate, final pick. Uh the last defenseman. Yeah, the last defenseman. Um, I'm going to go with, believe it or not, doesn't sound like the right name for this, but he is. he's had the most points per game during the season and uh, during these playoffs of the people left, and it's Alex Edler. And he's on the ice a lot, so mm-hmm. get me some secondary assists. Alex Edler um, always delivers. Especially the hits <laughs> and blocks. Yeah. I love him in my uh, bangers league. So, <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, Nate, you picked Besser, Marcheseau, Pedersen, Krejci, Bailey, Killorn, Radulov, Shattenkirk, Edler, and Philly. You got a nice little boost from Radulov to start off the round. Hopefully it uh, keeps up. Good luck to you, dude. Thanks. Thanks for 
putting this on. Thanks for uh, having me here. Yeah, awesome to uh, awesome to meet you. Awesome to chat with you. Good luck. Uh, and Andrew, the time has come. The last pick of the draft, Mister Irrelevant. Uh, your team right now. You got J.T. Miller, Max Pacioretty, Voracek, Konechny, Tuck, Pavelski, Rupe Hints, Alec Martinez, and Dallas. And I've just seen your last pick. Why don't you drop it for us? Okay. It was going to be between him and Sanheim. I know AV has been putting Robert Hag in the lineup for his physicalness and his heavy hitting. And I know that does match with this series for Long Island. But Ghost's last game that he played when Niski was suspended was his best game I watched him play in two years. He didn't make wrong decisions. He kept it at the red line. And he dumped it and he pinched at the right time. I'm in last place now, so I can't get any worse than what I'm at. So I'm going for the heavy hitter, and I'm hoping Ghost takes that power play one spot because Provorov was fumbling the puck. He had to bring it back behind the blue line. He just he doesn't have that dynamic ability that Ghost has. So maybe AV puts him in the lineup, and I score big. That uh, that that is a great last pick. I feel really good about it. He could be scratched, or he could be on the power play one and dominate. But he looked awesome that last game. Awesome. Well, Andrew, good luck to you in this round, and good luck to your Flyers. Also to the Canucks fans in here, um, definitely going to be cheering for you guys, even though Vegas is a, a tough opponent. What a what a treat we have heading into the second round of the playoffs. Brian and Elon, thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, ben Burnett, at Average Time on Ice, uh, AVG Time on Ice on Twitter. Looking forward to getting back in the saddle with my co-host, Lewis, and doing some more shows. But until then, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank way, you. To, way to go, Ben. That was awesome. That what was a great. fun draft. Yeah, thanks so much to all of you guys once again for joining us for this live show. I hope the listeners liked it. Uh, tweeted us, at Keeping Carlson. Uh, we, let's set a link, a public link, so people could go and see these draft results. How about, uh, I don't know, what do you want? KeepingCarlson.com Keeping Carlson. slash, slash KKPP. There it is. KeepingCarlson.com slash KK or three. Because what's that? Three. Yeah, but oh, it's well, the only it's the only link forward though. Yeah. Well, mm. Ben, let's let, let's keep it simple. <laughs> we got some uh, elderly people listening to the show. We can't give them too many acronyms. <laughs> Can in. elderly people not spell KKPP three? <laughs> well, you don't know, know if it's is it the number? Is it the word? <laughs> you guys are coming off a little strong against your elderly <laughs> uh, fan base here. <laughs> I would love to get a demographic breakdown of uh, how old our listeners are because I, I feel like we're not getting a lot of the 70 plus. Like I haven't heard from any of them, but uh, I'd like to hear if you're 70 plus and you're listening to the show, you've got an invitation to come on Maybe the episode. Maybe that's your uh, iTunes reviewers are the, the 70 plus crew. That's <laughs> uh, all they know how to do. So yeah, Ben, great job. Uh, like I said, good luck, everybody. Uh, only one of us is going to advance to the finals. There's four divisions. There's going to be four winners. We're going to have the final four, and Brian and I will obviously break down how that all went. Uh, next week, I'm sure Brian and I will be crap-talking each other for our picks for this round and lauding whoever actually is in first. It probably won't be either of us. But yeah, this has been a blast. Uh, if you like the show, let us know. Uh, Keeman Carlson on Twitter. We love to hear feedback. Uh, if you want to help support the show, a lot of the people here are patrons of Keeping Carlson. We have a lot of fun right now. 
you know, any amount of money, throw us a buck a month. We're going to give you whatever we have access to our patron only Facebook group. We've got a patron discord going. We do monthly patron casts. We do fun games like this, like I don't know, random stuff comes up. We're trying our best, Brian and I and Ben and Lewis to like make a really fun experience for the patrons. So if you're interested, try it out, keepingcarlson.com slash patron. But with that, let's cue the outro music. Go Flyers. Go Flyers. Well, actually, go Islanders. Come on. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Brian. Guys. Why don't you go ahead and uh, read us the credits? All right. This episode of the Keeping Carlson Fantasy Hockey Podcast was presented by Dauber Hockey and powered by our patrons. And also a special thank you to uh, all our drafters who showed up. So thank you to Wes, Andrew, Nate, Benjamin, Tom, Blair, and Rob. And of course you, Elon, and myself, and Ben Burnett of Average Time on Ice and Short Shifts for hosting. Uh, Logo art by Brandon Weave. Outro music by Pat Roach. This episode was researched with help from, I mean, we all use fan tracks, I guess. I also use Frozen Tools at Dabber Hockey. I use Hockey Reference. I think I went over to Shift Chart, uh, Hockey Viz, Hockey Database are also great places to go for numbers. Natural Stat Trick and Evolving Hockey, also very helpful places. Uh, and that's it. Until next time. Uh, well, I usually like to say, Brian, great job reading those credits. And yeah, I'm looking forward. We're going to come up with, by the way, if anyone has an idea of what you want us to talk about next week, yeah, we could break down like a week of games. That's probably what we'll do, but we're also open to like creative show ideas. So hit us up if you have an idea, but until next week, uh, Brian, I look forward to talking to you then and and tell us what to do. Uh, Until next time, keep on keeping Carlson. Just one uh, Carlson left right now in the playoffs. John's gone. Eric's gone. We've just got William. That's very sad.